He ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys. So, you think you're untouchable? Boys life. This is basic thugonomics. This is big basic thugonomics. Boys life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Boys life. This is basic basic thugonomics. Boys life. The doctor of thugonomics is that, and poor Elias just got the worst deal. Cause you standing in the ring with John Cena, about to turn heel. Silence your cell phone, hold your applause, shut your mouth, and no string plucks. Feel like I'm watching one of my movies, cause this whole damn thing sucks. This means walk with Elias? Nah, I'm not really feeling it. Because without the guitar, what it really means is wasted wrestling experiment. I'm a bad man. My style like a pit bull that bit you. And you ain't even half a dog. You just a little piece of shit, Sue. I'd ask him to do a duet, but you just put it on the shelf. Because everybody here just saw you only like playing with yourself. And they call me the golden shovel. And I'm here to bury your push. Your face looks like my nuts, except you've got a hair of your bush. Oh, looks like I wore out my welcome, so it's about time that I left you. There will be no AA for today, but you about to get the F you. We're live, baby. I'm Terry Gross. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Thugonomics Program. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. wrestling. I'm Derek. Matt. I'm Zach. Isai is hanging out on a double toilet today. Yep. He's got that Pepsi running through him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually really glad that you, at the top of the show, brought up John Cena because I had such a thought today. Yeah. And I wanted to bounce it off you guys. Okay. And I wish Isai was here to weigh in, but... Take outside the gimmick, like away from it. Yeah. Just in their respective fields, a lot of similarities between John Cena and Dane Cook. That was not a comparison <laughs> I ever expected to hear. No, but I was thinking about it today. I had that thought. I was like, and then I looked into it and fucking look how deep this rabbit hole goes. Both from Massachusetts. Whoa. Both had a phenomenal 2005. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they both kind of look the same. That's pretty much the rabbit hole. A little bit. John Cena is a little better looking. But here's what I'm here's where I'm at. So Dane Cook, not mm-hmm. a fantastic comedian. Yeah. But a wonderful performer. He, a, a professional he, performer, I should say. He had he had some funny jokes back oh, yeah. in the day. I will I will admit it. Oh, I was at the time. Yeah. Yes, I I was cracking up nonstop. I don't know if they hold up, but oh, I, I, I'm guaranteed I guarantee they do not. Harmful of swallowed, probably not good. Retaliation, probably not good. Vicious circle, probably not good. <laughs> but uh John Cena, not the best. Wrestler, wrestler, but professional performer. Well, of course. And they just have that dedication to their field. Now, at some point, their trajectory definitely s- split. I don't know a lot they about Dane both, Cook, but we, I hear he's kind of a, you know, they both went, a prick. went to films. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what do you guys think about that, huh? I, I, I need to think about it for uh, a while. Yeah. yeah. Is John Cena the Dane Cook of wrestling? That's all I want to ask. I'm just asking questions. Also... His 
the you can't see me like hand, cartoon hand symbol. Yeah, kind of looks had like a hand the, symbol. The, the shocker stickers. Oh, it, it does. They both love the military. Mm-hmm. Um, will perform for the military. Yeah, think think they are very very good people. Yep, good men. Yeah. Um. Um. And they have there's just that little that little something extra on them where you're just like it's it's above a level of a performer. I, mean, I think mm-hmm. that a lot of that's just because of their careers. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really know enough about Dane Cook. I mean, he might be a good. He might be nice. He might not be nice. I don't know. He wished Derek a happy birthday. It wasn't even that's his birthday. True. That's a solid. <laughs> that's true. He also called out my friend on Twitter, and she had to make it private because me and Isai were talking shit about him, and she just said, "Oh my god, he's the worst." And did he block her? No, he retweeted it and said, "I'm the worst. I do this and this and this oh, wow. and this." And then a bunch of people just got into her messages. Oh no! Like said she was wished her death. Oh my god! For making fun of Dan Cook when Isa and I were actually being very mean. Yeah. And so that sounds that doesn't sound like a good experience. Both no. polarizing figures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just it couldn't. I, th- I had that thought earlier today, and it had it. it I couldn't escape it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry that that's how we had to start. No, that's it's interesting. Something to think about. Yeah. Um, how was your mania experience? You weren't you weren't with us. Oh, that's right. I watched it in Nampa with my brothers and some friends. I liked it. I liked it. Um, I mean, uh, we'll go over the card and right, stuff right. later. But I just thought overall the the whole show was like it was really conducive to like being in a like a party or like yeah. a, a like group of people. Like I remember like last year's mania when we were all over at my house watching it, it by the end of it, it was just like fucking end this please. Yeah. And there was a little bit of, of that. I think this mania when like they had the, the world's largest seven second dance break, like right before the main event after like a seven hour show, I was like, we don't fucking need this, <laughs> but I, you know, get the payday. Yeah. But, uh, in general, I thought it moved fast and it was fun. Yeah. It, nice. Yeah. It was good. What did you guys? How was it over at your house? It was great. Isai made mm. some very good carnitas. It was yeah, carnitas That's awesome. very solid. Um, a couple of people who don't watch wrestling consistently were there and they loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie said she was watching it on her laptop because she was working at the at uh, the bar at the brewery, and uh, that like the brew like the tasting room was empty except for people like crowding around the bar because everyone's just watching WrestleMania. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Hell yeah! Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it way more than last year's Absolutely, and maybe oh, yeah. it's because I was on my couch and I was very comfortable. No, it's cause it was actually a good show. Yeah. True. Probably a fair amount of both. Yeah. Um, before we get into the takeover and mania card, uh, what were, what were some of your favorite parts of, of the weekend week, you know, the week of WrestleMania? I mean, takeover was yeah. solid as always. Oh, I mean, sorry, I should say like, like just the week in general. Non non good. wrestling things, like like my favorite part of Mania was Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, oh yeah. Oh okay. I was like, I'm trying to remember what else happened that week. <laughs> um, <laughs> Work Bi- was fine. Biggie doing the splits. Biggie doing the splits is up there with, uh, mm-hmm. for me too. And uh, Sami Zayn coming back on Monday. Yeah, and I like Sami Zayn's like gimmick right now, and it's very new daniel bryan ish but it's also very like it feels very sammy zane it doesn't yeah. feel like he's oh yeah cranking it up he's too the much. same he just hates the crowd yeah yeah um i i like it right now 
I don't have a lot of faith in it continuing yeah. to be interesting. Not because he couldn't make it interesting, but because they won't let him make it interesting. But we'll yep. see. Yeah. And apparently him and Kevin had a dark match on SmackDown that night. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sami Zayn didn't do that thing where you go away for a long time and come back scary jacked. No, yeah. just a little bit shorter haircut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I hope that doesn't detour any uh, like return push. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it will, but you never know. Yeah, I don't know. Camille Nanjiani holding up the two big Dave Batista signs was really awesome. That was very good. Dave Batista faces, I guess they weren't even signs; they're just large cutouts of his own face. Hell yeah! Mm, and that shirt with giant Dave Batista face on, uh-huh. it. and like Stuber looks like funny. <laughs> it looks. I mean, I'll I'll be there. Oh yeah, I oh, hope yeah. it's good because I love them both. Yeah, it's a dollar theater one for me for sure, though. Oh, it got like solid response at Sundance when it premiered. So yeah, okay. All right, let's get into Takeover. Yeah, Saturday, Friday, Friday. this time. It was the Hall of Fame on Saturday, well, and they didn't want to compete. No, oh, they didn't man. want to compete with um, Ring of Honor, which apparently was a giant shit show, except for the Japan parts. Yeah, that's yeah. Def- that's what Isai said for sure. I saw some people a little bit more positive than Isai was, but not not a lot. Okay, and yeah. just Ring of Honor in general is kind of a shit show. So well, I forgot about I forgot about that. Should we talk about? Should, I mean, will that, we'll, we'll bring that up later. Should we talk about that? I right didn't now? have it planned because I didn't watch any of it. Well, I didn't watch any of it, but I saw the stuff with Enzo and Cass. Like that's the big oh, news for yeah, that yeah. show. Is they like quote unquote invaded, and it looked like a shoot. You know, like the cameras weren't on them. Um, everyone in the ring was was acting like they weren't there. Like yeah, they were trying yeah. to like just pretend it wasn't there. But then it seemed like it was a work thing, and they uh, Cass and Enzo are were like, that was set up by Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think. I think that it was a thing that was set up, but maybe they didn't tell everyone because they were trying to keep it to look like, yeah, looking Bully like Ray a shoot. Yeah, like punched the shit out of fucking Enzo, which was yeah. awesome. Um, and I think that it's not going to happen now because of the response. Yeah, yeah, because it's a fucking dumb idea. Yeah, but it, it does go along with that, like Ring of Honor making not so bright decisions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if we're going to talk about weird things that happened, uh, the dude that attacked Bret Hart. Yeah, that, yeah. Within like half an hour, those two things happened. Yeah, seriously. You know, in a weird Rasta hat, white dude in yeah. a Rasta hat well, tackling Bret Hart. What was his you, purpose? Have, have you seen that Simpsons thing that's uh-huh. going around with Homer wearing a hat? So was that must, he just doing that? He must have been doing that. He must I, have been... mm, I don't think so. Okay. Like I've seen some stuff about the dude in like his social media and stuff, and he's not well. Okay. He's definitely, okay. Like I don't think there was that much of a plan put into it. But does he seem like a like a Simpsons fan? I mean, he might like the Simpsons. I'm saying I don't think that there was any plan about this. Oh no no no! I just like, mean the guy in general. I wonder if he was like, I'm going to do the Simpsons thing, or if it was totally. Oh yeah, separate. I don't think it was a work. I definitely think it was it was real. Oh yeah, the way oh, yeah. that what Travis Brown fucking knocked it, fucking cleaned his Dude, clock. And Dash. Yeah. Dash Wilder cleaned his clock also. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my question. Do you think people would have been out as outraged if it was Hulk Hogan? Oh, man, that's a good question. I think n- yes and no. Like People would have been like, well, don't do that. Yeah. Like, never, ever do that. People would have been outraged. But but would the New Day have gotten off their butts? Well, Big E <laughs> might have. No. He, they, <laughs> the same people... Travis Brown would have gotten there first. Oh, of still. course, of course. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. Dash probably, probably would have. Mm, Travis Brown probably would have got there a little bit faster, even. <laughs> but I, no, I don't know. That's a good question because I'm thinking like me. If I saw some like stranger tackle Hulk Hogan on stage or on the, in the ring, 
I probably would have had a bit of a different reaction. Like yeah. I might have been a little more like, well, and like, whatever, oh, I yeah. would, I know, I would have celebrated it. I, I would have been like, too, fuck dude. yeah, dude. I might, and then after a second thought, I might be like, well, that's still dangerous. But yeah, I, know, I, I think my yeah, first I would have tried to keep it just even keel because you don't want to be caught acting excited about that, yeah. right? In a place where there's a lot of cameras, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, and also just like Brett is like, I mean, he's had like a stroke and cancer survivor. Cancer he's survivor, honoring his like, dead brother-in-law, you know, like, yeah. And he's not that outwardly shitty of a person. No. He's just a he just likes himself. Bitter boy. Yeah. One bitter being. Um, I also, I mean, I have a lot more reverence to Bret Hart than I do um Terry Hulk Hogan Leia. because when I first started watching wrestling, Bret Hart was the ultimate to Isai. So it was like still probably is. And so I have that that connection. It's mm. like, oh, Bret Hart is the best. And, and best win. There is, and ever was, and also ever will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, just, yeah. I don't know. We just a couple quick things from Ring of Honor that show. We have yeah. Okada is the IWGP champion again. Oh, is he? As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. DJ White. Okay. Um, Ibushi beat Naito, right? Yeah, for the IC title. Cool. So that's cool. I guess we're getting a Z- Saber Junior versus Ibushi fight. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Um, that's the one I really want to watch the most is Tana versus Ibushi. Yeah, I heard it was really good. Like all of those matches got like people said were good. The main event, the Ring of the Ring of Honor main event, I heard was just long and boring. Oh. And Matt Taven won the Ring of Honor title, and I, I always have to is. remember that Matt Taven is a person. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard that name. Uh, I don't think. It's yeah, he was part of the Kingdom, which had Mike Bennett in it. Okay, and I think Adam Cole at one point for a small period of time, but. Who cares? Like, yeah. 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 I don't, huh. Uh, Jeff Cobb won the the never open weight belt from Osprey. I'm so sure that match is insanely yeah, good, too. I started probably, watching part of it. It's Yeah, so he's Ring of Honor TV champion <gasps> and never open weight champion. How many okay. titles changed hands at this show? Quite a few. That's pretty um, cool. The Gorillas of Destiny won a match where they got both the IWGP tag belts and the Ring of Honor tag belts that they didn't have already. Yeah. And now I've already been saying that they just, they don't care about the ring of honor belts and like just disrespecting them. And that's cool. great. Hell yeah. And former guest Mega Ran was there. Yeah. Oh, Got yeah. pushed down by Bully Ray in Again? the ring. Yeah. That's cool though. Um, Flip Gordon came out and saved him. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And PCO got, did a bunch of wild shit and got, like electrified back to life in a giant like electric chair at the beginning. <laughs> I have entrance. I have heard that name so many goddamn times. I don't know what he looks like. He's a giant old terrifying man. Okay. Who looks kind like you can tell he once had a pirate gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And a real Jack Sparrow vibe. <laughs> yeah. He's terrifying. Okay. And does shit off the like top rope. That's Ooh. terrifying. But and he's huge. Yeah. Well, that's a, nothing else matters on that show. Cool. All right, let's talk about takeover a little bit. Yeah. Um, for this is those are the NXT matches that got filmed before. If you're yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, this was the first match. Okay, uh, War Raiders uh, defeated Alistair Black and Ricochet. Yeah, it, I thought it was great. I yep. loved it. It was one yep. of those. It's just one of those classic, perfect tag matches to open a fantastic takeover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part was the end oh, where they tears. like, were, well, where they like bowed to each other. Cause yeah. uh, 
Alistair Black and then one of the War Raiders is a mixed martial artist. And, uh-huh. like, as someone who spent a long time doing karate, like, just the that kind of respect is, like, that's also it a, looks cool to that's me. That's also a Japanese pro wrestling thing when oh, someone's leaving. Oh, okay. Like, like, lay the belts down and, like, and bow to someone as they're leaving, like, and... It's a total sign of respect. Yeah, and War Raiders and um, Ricochet, you know, we're both in New Japan together and have that history, so. And, like, I love my stories in wrestling. Right. But I also love two teams or two people who respect each other who are just fighting. Yeah. Oh, me too. I thought it was wonderful. And then, like, the fucking, like, quivering lips that, like, Ricochet had, I was mm-hmm. like, yep. I'm getting choked up. Yeah. That's why I was like, this is going to be a fantastic show. I'm I'm damn near in tears after the first match. First match of the proper, like, main card. Yeah. And I'm... They're they're on the main roster now. I'm hoping they split them up. Even though I kind of, I do like this team. It's a great team. Like they, I, as if they keep them together as a tag team, I hope it's just with a plan of being like, okay, you're going to be a tag team for a little for like even a year, even mm-hmm. if it's just a year, and then you'll split up and have all the momentum. Yeah, and be singles just because it's it's really crowded on the main roster. Like, well, and Ricochet's already so goddamn over. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, I think Isai said this a long time ago. All he has to do is show up, and he'll get over. Yeah, and for sure, for sure, I I feel like he. I don't know. There's still something about Ricochet's promos that I don't quite like believe you know what i mean like when he like alistair black for me he's one of those like say less and it means more kind yeah. of thing oh, yeah with with ricochet i feel like i don't know it seems like there's a little like it's just not for me like it takes me mm. out of it a little bit sometimes you when he starts talking you can tell that he's a dude named trevor from paducah kentucky yeah yep. yes not ricochet like when before he starts talking like if he's just smiling and stuff like that like he has all the charisma in the world right and some of his promos have even been like solid and like yeah. translated that it's just not consistent yet. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like I feel like whenever he cuts a promo, it like the point gets across and it's good. But yeah, in some ways, I'm like this guy is like an like amazing like aerial wrestler. Like he can just do am- amazing things, and he's like cut to the fucking gills. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like when he talks, it feels like a little like unsure of himself, kind of. Mm-hmm. Which is to be you know, it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. I I don't fucking know how to do it, but uh. Yeah, so like with Rick, that's why I'm kind of like the tag team might be like beneficial in some ways to keeping mm-hmm. both of them like that, but also separated. They could, they're both primed to be mm-hmm. like fucking stars. It's right now. just unfortunate on the promo side of things that like Alistair Black's a great talker, but it, the mystique like is better when he yeah, says less. Yeah. And then Ricochet is best when he says less because he's not great at talking. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. it's like they have two people in a tag team where both like less talking is better. And that's, yeah. you know not great in that way no especially when like you know they have to introduce themselves to the main roster by like doing backstage segments Mm -hmm. and things um and you know depending on how those go it doesn't really matter because once they're in the ring everyone's just fucking hyped Mm -hmm. on them and i I think they've done enough now in the ring where they don't have to introduce themselves anymore yeah look at how much exposure they've gotten like they wrestled for every single tag team belt like in a week they were on raw and smackdown Takeover WrestleMania, then Raw and SmackDown again the next week. Man, and I know there's no like house shows this week, but those gotta be so fucking tired. Oh. Like that's way too much to p- oh, put yeah. someone making someone do. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Um, they also showed up. They uh fought with Mustafa on uh, against was it Andrade Rusev and Nock? Yeah, mm. 
Um, and they did the whole the three sit down spot. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that was sick. That they are a legit like they feel like a superhero team. Yeah, like, they do with Mustafa. Like they all have like wildly different gimmicks that all still kind of work together somehow. Mm-hmm. Totally like the, the turtles. They're the Wrestle Avengers. Mm-hmm. Wrestle turtles. I like that too. Um, I thought it was great. Yeah, I li- I like when takeovers start with a fucking nice paced tag team match. Yep, they're they're good at that. Um, Velveteen Dream defeated Matt Riddle. Oh man, swerved me. This match was really good. Yeah, like we were all texting about it in like how much better Velveteen Dream is like getting in the ring each time. Like, cause he's always had the character stuff great. Like, yeah, his but, character's insane. You know, it was. For a long time, he's been a guy that could be carried to an amazing match yeah. with someone who's much better, like the Aleister Black match, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, this match was just like, he is getting so fluid in the ring. Yep. He, he doesn't have to think about what's next anymore, it seems like. Yeah. He, d- he can just transition into the next sequence and, and keep moving. And Yeah. There's kind of like a lankiness to his limbs. Yeah. That, like oh, he yeah. totally is getting good at like you like ma- like making that a part of his in-ring style. Mm-hmm. Um, I, no, I was super impressed with Ricochet, or Ricochet. I was super impressed with Ricochet in the match before. Velveteen <laughs> uh, was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I thought he, I thought Velveteen did a great. Yeah, job. this was my favorite showing of Velveteen. And him yeah. and Matt Riddle have, his, were like had really good chemistry from the mm-hmm. get go, dude. Mm-hmm. And his in ring psychology, like stepping on Matt Riddle's foot, the back rake, like stuff like that. That like I don't think anyone stepped on his foot in on the main roster or on NXT. Mm, Cash Stone bit it. Okay. <laughs> okay. He, I'm gonna guess he stepped on it, but but like I mean, showcasing his weakness, like yeah, like it was just it, it was, was really great. smart, and I I love the way Dream like he steals other people's moves and finishers a lot, but it's not and like there's ones that he always goes back to, you know, he does like the Macho Man stuff mm-hmm. off the top rope, and like he yeah. does the Hulk up and stuff like that, but. Then he like just throws in random ones, but it doesn't seem forced. Like it just seems like, oh, that's what his character does because he's like a performer and he's trying to like, you know, impress the audience. So he's just like doing what's impressive from other people. Like he did a code breaker uh-huh. in this match and For some reason when he does it, it feels like a like a respectful uh like it, theft. It feels like except for Hulk Hogan because yeah. he's doing that to be a shithead. Well, and I'm, I fucking and that's what love I it. I hope I, I hope Hogan hates no, it. No, Patrick Clark's a huge Hulk Hogan fan. I mean, what, it, it, in character, he's being somewhat disrespectful. What, but but what wrestler isn't a Hulk Hogan fan? That's true. Well, Bret like, Hart. But what I want to know is like, what? How does Hulk Hogan feel when he sees Velveteen Dream do the Hulk up? Is he like, oh, I, I he, like that? I like that people are keeping my name alive, brother. Or is he like he, that yeah, fucking shit? Oh yeah, stealing my shit. Oh yeah, he he loves it. Well, I just. To me, it's funny because Hulk is the one who said, you'll never make it in this business. Mm-hmm. And then now look at him. Like, like a spite he's move. He's so over. Mm-hmm. But it does feel like he genuinely like takes people's moves, but in a way that it just works with his character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His entrance. Fuck. Those are the two things that for sure about this match that stick out to me is Velveteen Dream's entrance as the mm-hmm. Statue of Liberty. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. And Matt Riddle's floating bro, which I have never <laughs> yeah. seen before, but was in awe of. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's very good. I'm so I fucking love Matt Riddle. Yeah. yeah. The how like both of these guys have only been wrestling for like three or four years each. Mm-hmm. And they're at this level. What would you even call the floating bro? Is it like a flying senton? It is corkscrew senton well, thing? Yeah, it's the same as the whisper in the wind that um Jeff Hardy does. But like two but times he does slower. It, but he does it with the elevation of like 
angles old moonsault that yeah. you do. It's wild. It's wild and beautiful. Look it up if, if, you, yeah, didn't, a, if you haven't seen it's it. It's a half twist, like moonsault senton. Like, it's super weird. Yeah, the floating bro. But Velveteen Dream, like, from the get go, coming out with, like, the, like, patriotic music, just holding his arm up for a long time, like Statue of Liberty, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen carried him on a platform to the ring. It was wonderful. It gave the whole show this, like, you know, like, we saw this great fast paced tag team match, and now there's just, like, this, like, big feel to something not even like necessarily like a big fight feel but like just like this a, feels big a it big was spectacle a big sports entertainment feel a big yep. sports yep. entertainment spectacle i also loved matt riddle at mania driving around in a golf cart drinking milk looking for brock lesnar mm-hmm. he and fuck his tweet like about stealing a whole gallon of milk from catering <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he's just holding a gallon of milk he's like you can just take a whole gallon of milk from catering <laughs> he didn't say anything <laughs> He's he's just great. I love I love him, and I'm so stoked to see where he goes. Yeah, I want. I part of me wouldn't be surprised if we saw him on Monday or Tuesday during the Superstar Shakeup. Like, I, I hope don't, not. I don't. I hope not. But I also feel like he could. He could. I I don't think they will, but he could jump straight. He's good to, enough. I guess. Man, I should have paid attention to the the new NXT intro because it, oh, that's a good sign for people. There. There, well, maybe. it's a good sign of like who they're planning on featuring for a while because they filmed a whole new intro mm. it's, and it's fucking whack as hell they're singing along to a song a new oh. song from uh is it Slipknot it's it was Slipknot. Slipknot hell yeah. yeah it's Slipknot I haven't I haven't watched Take It they're singing along to I haven't yeah, watched they're NXT all in yet, a but... giant group like heel face doesn't matter singing along to the, the Slipknot sl- hell yeah it, that's because Slipknot brings people together yeah it looks like that's the first the, time that's those videos said. from like the We Are The World video have you ever That's been to a Slipknot concert? No, and I, I'm not going to lie, I totally would go. I associate with a lot. Actually, I stood in the back, but Same dude there were a lot of people that I would be like, we're all maggots. We're <laughs> all maggots together. Let's I mean, just push fingers into each other's eyes yeah. right now. You know? Come together. Yeah. I would go to a Slipknot show. It's great. I would re- highly recommend it. Uh, Walter versus Pete Dune. Loved it. Oh, I should also just mention that... Um, Dream one with a surprise roll up. Oh yeah, yeah. it yeah. was it was great. The best way how Dream mm-hmm. the only way Dream could have beat Matt Riddle. Yeah, and then they they fist bumped at the end and it was cool because yeah. yeah. like Riddle was kind of looking like acting a little heelish, but he was just like upset and frustrated. So. Yeah, I love I love that part of his character where he just doesn't hold grudges. He's like, I want to fight you, but like I think we should all be friends. Sometimes you beat me, sometimes I beat you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Walter and Peter Dune. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, from from Dream winning, that's also where I was like, "All right, shit, they got me hooked." Because like, you know, for the most part, things on like WrestleMania were you know relatively predictable. There were a couple things where I was like, "Oh damn, I wasn't expecting that." Yeah, but uh, fucking with that, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Matt Riddle's time. He's taking that title." For Dream to then retain, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh well, I, I guess thought, I'll have to keep paying attention." I know? thought it was the perfect way, like perfect way to do it for both characters, like. They were able to show mm-hmm. Matt Riddle like his vicious side yeah. that comes out, but doesn't make him a heel. And they're able to like have Velveteen Dream keep this belt, and you know not lose on his first defense like Johnny Gargano did with him. You know, uh-huh. and like it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, big fan, big fan here. Yeah. All right, um, British boys, the Brits. Well, uh, dude, Walter feels like such a goddamn fucking 
anomaly. Just his fucking entrance. They, I mean, they, they give him the treatment. It's it's so good. It's great. Uh, yeah. This was my this was my favorite match of the weekend. Yeah. Not surprisingly, whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking progress like alternate universe match. Okay, that makes sense. Katie was cringing the whole time because like the fucking the finger break stuff is. Uh, I mean, it hits you in a spot in your soul mm-hmm. where you're like, man. Well, that's one of those things. It's like, how the fuck do they fake this? Yeah, because I you slap your you slap your arms together. You slap your your the, yeah, the meat of your arms together after doing I, it. I was bullied a lot on the bus in second grade. Did they break your fingers? They used to just pull my fingers back really far. Yeah, man. And so it just mm-hmm. gives me this like well, <laughs> you yeah. you you move your wrist along with it, so it's not moving as much as you think as it looks like, and mm-hmm. then. Slap, slap your arms together. Yeah, for sure. Slap your meat together. <laughs> but, but yeah, I I do love those spots because mm-hmm. it's just like, well, and the, like when they stomp on their fingers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. man. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's for a William Regal quote like talking about like that stuff from like British wrestling is saying like nobody like a viewer at home doesn't know what taking a suplex feels like. Yeah, but like everyone's like jammed their finger in something right. or like gotten a paper cut or something like that. That's no, true. good point. Good point. And like when someone like like rakes the eyes or something too, that's where it's like, ooh, yeah, that's I don't know what that feels like. That's like why like the deathmatch stuff like that Jimmy Havoc or like Pete Dunn has done before they do like paper cuts between the like oh, fingers yeah. spots and stuff like that because like you it know just, how much that would hurt it just creeps into the back of your yeah. skull of like oh fuck that's why hog hits are so effective. Hog hits are that effect yeah mm-hmm. it definitely um, the storytelling aspect of that match was great because it's like Pete Dunn is he has to like rely on his wits more than like his strength because yeah. Walter just out is just weighs more stronger. Mm-hmm. And so Pete like, Dunn is two two hundred five pounds and Walter is th- like three twenty. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. And it's when you see the two of them standing together, it's like yeah. Mm-hmm. But so so Pete Dunn attacking Walter's hand, which is like his trademark. Mm-hmm. It's his number slapper. one weapon. It's yeah. his big old chopper. Uh, like that makes a lot of sense, and that's why it's like it felt repetitive, but in a way that's like this is good. Like this is a kind of match I really enjoy because it's like, yeah, what would you do if this was like a schoolyard fight and this guy was big and he was known for chopping the shit out of you with his hand? Like you try to fuck his hand up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good, and just like how tenacious Pete Dunn is, like mm-hmm. it just was great. I love that Walter's still like sold for Pete Dunn the way that like everyone does. He's just a little bit more powerful, like. The forearm that Pete Dunn that makes everyone literally fly back, Walter did that spot. Like it took a few tries for Pete Dunn, but eventually he still like Yeah. Like made Walter like fly back with one of those. Oh man, there was that part in the match where they were doing like the chop off, and then like Walter just fucking smacked him silly and Pete like fired up and just started unloading on his face with like close handed like fists. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yeah. I don't know. I got fucking pumped. I'm getting pumped now thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. I want to go back and rewatch this match. I haven't yet, but. Yeah, same. Same with the main event, which we'll get to. I want to rewatch it. And yeah. this is. This I is need an- to rewatch it all in one piece. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is another plug to go watch Walter and Tyler Bate have a very similar match from Progress's Hello Wembley show. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But Tyler Bate's even smaller. Yeah. And he deadlifts Walter. Didn't, didn't Pete get a, a powerbomb off on, on Walter in the match? Something. I know he did a big old pickup spot. I picked him up. Yeah, I don't think it was. Uh, I don't remember what he did. I don't remember either. Well, the whole story was he couldn't do the bitter end to him, right? Yeah, he couldn't like quite oh, lift him. But yeah, he, but yeah, he did he get one. A, kind he ended of up off. getting. That's what yeah, it was. He got yeah. a bitter end. 
That definitely takes Which two people. No one's ever kicked out of before mm-hmm. Walter. That was the story. Like Walter kicked out of a bitter end, and he's the first person to kick yeah. out of one. Tyler Bate might have in one of their matches, but I think they might have kayfabe that. Yeah, yeah. But alas, Pete Dunne's almost seven hundred day career uh, career <laughs> uh, uh, title reign came to an end. It did. Take longest over. in modern WWE history of any title. Yeah, and I hope that gets recognized going on. And we yeah. don't talk about Brock Lesnar as much. Yeah, six hundred and eighty five <laughs> days, I believe. Yeah, six eighty five. That's crazy. Um, and like the stuff he did for NXT UK right there in the infancy was like unmeasurable like well, they needed pete done yep they and, definitely did and, and now they have a perfect successor for him absolutely like, how the how the fuck is anyone going to beat walter yeah and so i hope it frees pete dunn up yeah to be kind of a, a more more of a man about town and gets kinda, to sort of do more things kind of like when okada lost the title like maybe he can like have some fun vacation done yeah i mm, i think pete dunn is going to be even more pissed off wherever he ends up because true this isn't okada at the end of his reign there was nowhere else up for him to go true 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 pete dunn is going to be in nxt or on the main roster mm-hmm. like next week yep and yeah. he's gonna be like pissed that he lost his title i believe he has a rematch with walter on next week's nxt UK That's right. or soon, okay yeah soon maybe and after that he's gonna be just on nxt or the main roster and he's gonna be like pissed out, that he lost that title and wants something blood. else all right shannon baszler defeated io shirai bianca belair and Kyrie sane this was another great one. Yep. Uh, for like, if anything, like the storytelling aspect again, because like I w- going into this, it's like, oh, fatal four way for the title. It's it's set for Shayna to to lose it. It's like it mm-hmm. makes sense for Shayna to lose the belt here, and so she retains, which is like, oh fuck, okay, so now what are they gonna do? And they successfully told this like story of where the line is uh, between Io and. Kyrie's friendship yeah. where, where where can that wedge be driven in I so when I watch wrestling alone I'm usually just sitting there naked like, mm, not normally okay well at least uh, we do things differently but I'm just sitting there like I don't react like I would with if people were around me I jumped off my couch and yelled fight forever when they started <laughs> fighting because I mean honestly Io Shirai is probably one of my favorite wrestlers right now like I don't oh, get to man. see her enough, and like she's just so smooth. Mm. And you know, you know how I feel about her moon salts. Oh yeah. Well, Katie and I were talking about it. Just the way that she like holds herself and like presents mm-hmm. herself. Like, it reminds me of fucking uh, like Tana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like well, she has this huge superstar feel to her. And Kyrie is also insanely good. So like watching them fight is just like oh my. Well, I know how close they are as friends, but it's also like, but at the end of the day, they want to win. Yep. And then like to see them kind of like almost take it personal, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it's because they each had the match won at one point, and then the other one broke up the pin. Yeah, and it was Kyrie who who ruined it for EO first, right? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why it was like, oh shit. And they announced this week on NXT that next week we're getting Kyrie versus Shayna, and it's. I don't know if it's a loser leaves NXT match because I didn't finish the whole oh. thing, but I believe it is like Kyrie's last opportunity. No matter what, it's Kyrie's last opportunity at Shayna's title. Oh, so interesting. So she could take it, and because I mean, Shayna seems mm. like because I thought she was going. Shayna's up. ready. I, I don't. I think Shayna's going to stay. Yeah, I think that the main, ro- main roster needs some tag teams, and I don't necessarily True. think it's going to be Sky Pirates. No, I think Io's going to stay and go after that title. Yeah. But maybe Candace, maybe Candace, yeah, or they could throw Kyrie with Nikki. That'd be sick. Um, because they're not I mean, doing anything be... with Nikki, like, and Paige on SmackDown said 
she ha- she has a tag team. Oh, coming. that's what it is. It might and, it might be something super underwhelming. It might be Nia yeah. and Tamina. But that's but. also a good way to build Kyrie for next year's WrestleMania entrance. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh seriously, I I would like that. I mean, so like, because I was thinking about that that too with with Candice. I'd almost prefer if she just went to the main roster instead of having to kind of work from underneath mm-hmm. on NXT. Um, and going to like end up with it like in a tag team like could be good. But I mean, because she's an amazing she's, tag team. Wrestler, yeah. So yeah, I'm, part yeah. of one of the best cat tag teams in the world, and the cutest one at least. And mm-hmm. there's. I mean, she'd also be a great like candidate to stay and like rebuild that women's division NXT. But they have a lot of yeah solid I people mean, to do Bianca's that. I mean, Bianca's great. I mean, this was her best showing. I mm-hmm. think uh, Shayna is a beast. Mm-hmm. Io is perfect. And then they've got like Mia Yim. Yeah, in there. Chelsea Green when she gets better, like because she's hurt. Tegan Knox. Tegan mm-hmm. Knox when she gets better, and Michael Cole will kill for her. Yeah, and, and Michael Cole will be in attendance every uh, taping. He's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna request to commentate NXT. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you, y'all see that Candice was wearing Tegan Knox's gear for the the battle royal? Oh, is that Hell what yeah. it was? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, that was cool. Um, but yeah, so Sh- Shayna pulled off the the victory for because it looked like Bianca had um Bianca I also thought in the match did really well because she was kind of skating that line of like I'm a heel and like I don't know you know like I don't she she was kind of like the lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she's a definite like she's a solid tweener right now. And like, she's really but playing Shayna's up the, more like Corbin. Shayna is like the lone Sharon wolf. Sharon Corbin. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah Bianca I mean she's doing it in her promos too where she's talking about how like you know, I mean, even her fucking like entrance music. I never needed you at all. Yeah, she did on her own. So you know, I mean, that's a, that's cool. Yeah, it, yeah. They, they successfully like told that story as well in the match. And Bianca doing her finisher to Kyrie and Io at the same time was impressive. Buck wild, very impressive. Is that where? Because then, so it was. Was it Bianca had Kyrie almost like pinned or tapping, and then that's where Shayna jumped in with, with her. It's not the Coquina clutch, but it's. It's a Karamuda Kira, Kira, clutch. Karamuda clutch. Karabuda. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, she's still champ. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a thing where I'm not mad about it. No, 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 no. I don't want her to lose a, her title in a match like this unless she I don't want, lost. I like, don't want her to. She has to lose one on one, and it has to be her last match in NXT. I think. Yeah, especially like they because of Oscar getting hurt. They kind of botched that like transition. Mm-hmm. That's why Ember's title reign never felt legitimate, good enough. You yeah. know, like as good as it should, because she should have beat Oscar for that title. Mm-hmm. That's what they need to do with Shayna now. Like someone needs to finally beat her one on one. Yeah, yeah. Also, I really like that moment in that match where Bianca blew Kyrie a kiss. And Kyrie caught it in the air and crumpled it up and threw it at EO and EO hit it like a baseball out of the stadium. <laughs> it was Hell, very good. Yeah, it was so good. What a baseball in wrestling this there weekend. Was a lot of baseball in wrestling <laughs> this weekend. Um all right. Johnny Gargano defeated Adam Cole. Johnny two, Gargano. Two to one. Um, okay. Let's get this shit out of the way. Let's do it. People are complaining about this match. What are what are the common complaints? Because it's what a lot of people think it's the match that was already like uh booked for Gargano and Champa. Okay. Fine. Psychology wise. Psychology wise, I um, can see that. It was a spot match. Yes. Sure. Sure. It was uh I mean this was one of the best PWG matches I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like 
It was so goddamn good. It was. Like, people complaining about it, it just bothers me. It's like, let these two excellent wrestlers show how excellent they are. Right. There's, uh, oh, sorry. I have a, a single complaint about the final fall of the match. Mm-hmm. And that is, I, I, I'm totally fine with how, like Johnny kicking out of literally five fucking finishers in the <laughs> <Yeah>. final fall. <laughs> I'm not necessarily, I don't love that the Undisputed Era's finish was part of that. Okay. That, yeah. that he, he It does beat make off, him look invincible. He beat off. He beat off? He, he beat off so hard in that ring. <laughs> like, he did the old no. fin fire up? Yeah. He, like... <laughs> All three other members of the Undisputed Era, like that—that that is true. That's that is the part where I'm like, that's. I agree. Gargano's not that strong. No, he's a, an underdog. Like, and now he's invincible. Yeah, and like you could have shot him in the face with a gun, and he would have kicked out. <laughs> he lost to Vel- the U.S. title, the or the North American title, the Velveteen Dream, in his first defense. That's so because one finisher. That's because he was he was thinking about Champa. Champa was in his head. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like. Without like, without Champa in his head, he has a mm, clear mind. There just should have been another reason why Undisputed Era got like disposed of. One hundred percent. That's that's the only thing. I, I mean, think Champa wasn't healthy, but if he came out or anyone, like any of like the baby faces in that locker room did, yeah. like everyone fucking hates the Undisputed Era right. and like that are good guys on NXT. Like, why not have people go defend Johnny? Yeah. Being like, no, this is the dude we want to be our champion. Yeah. If I was gonna be like, you know, whatever armchair booking or whatever, uh, so fucking who knows? I don't know shit. But what I think would maybe be more effective is, yeah, you have undisputed era help Adam Cole get that first pinfall, mm-hmm. and then have, have them, them get, ejected from the match. Have them get caught. Yeah, or caught, have like booted. fucking Keith Lee or like any of these people that could, like within reason, actually beat off. Like beat off. Yeah, again. Yes, okay, like, go. no, like, here we go. get rid of the all which, three of those dudes. Which you know? member of yeah. the Undisputed Era would you beat off first? Now, are we talking about if they were trying to stop Johnny Gargan from winning the match or no. if they were presenting an, an erect penis to me? That. Consensually. Second. Mm, Roderick Song, so I don't have to look at his dumb face anymore. I love I love Roderick Song, but in kayfabe, dude is fucking the slime, slime man. But it's great. <laughs> I think I Bobby love, Fish, right? I love Kyle, but I don't want to make our our friendship weird. Well, would it be weird? I mean, it, maybe it wouldn't be weird if you were just like, just in case, just in case it gets weird, right? Because you, know, you don't really know what's gonna happen. You don't afterwards. know how. That's why I would say maybe Bobby Fish, because I feel like I have the less least to lose with him, and he's like seems like a cool guy. Mine would be Adam Cole. He's yeah. the hottest. Oh, I get that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Oh, interesting. We all uh, we all ended on different uh, <laughs> different squares there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the. The other thing that I have with that match is, and this is just two out of three falls matches in general, mm-hmm. is it's like, so like, yeah, like at the end of the match, Johnny Gargano could have like, yeah, he could have kicked out of fucking, seriously, like being shot in the face. Like that's how they were booking yeah, it. Yeah. But he, I mean, he went down pretty clean for that first <laughs> pinfall. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with like two out of three falls matches where it's like, I know that the excitement doesn't, it's like any sporting thing. It's it's the last few minutes that are like the, oh shit moments. Yeah. But I don't like. I don't even know. Like to to for, to have him then take like a clean pin like fifteen minutes into that match. But wasn't it like a quick sneaky one? No, it was it was a lot. It was Adam Cole's finisher. It was the last it was shot. The last right? shot pin, and then two minutes later he kicked out of a second last shot, and then during the final fall he kicked like out of two. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. So that's like, and that's the, but that's just the thing that happens in two out of three falls matches because yeah. you have to get. So like part of me going into that match, I was kind of just hoping that like neither of them would get like one off on each other. Yeah, like they couldn't just beat each other off. 
And so, and then like, just have it come to some sort of like, I don't know, you know, I don't yeah. have some, uh, something, I feel it, like I, but I, I think it was cool that Johnny ended up winning. I, I do think yeah. in my head initially, I, I was thinking, expect it. me neither. I was thinking mm-hmm. Cole because I was like, Johnny may be just going up. Um, and with Undisputed Era with that title could do so many things, but mm-hmm. now they, I mean, they could still do so many things. Oh yeah. And I just wasn't. I wasn't expecting that, so that was cool. Yeah. Mm. I think I've seen one two out of three false matches. I think it was maybe Brett Sean. Uh, Did they ever have one? I'm sh- They might have, but, I mean, you watched Okada Omega. No, I'm... Well, that one, yeah. They were super gassed by the first fall. Not gassed, but, like... Uh, Adam and Johnny were fucking gassed in this one by the first fall. Yeah. Like, but I don't... it was, like... They wrestled an entire match and then were just struggling to do the last two. Mm-hmm. This one was just like, oh, I got it. Oh, I got it. The first fall. Now we'll start yeah. the match. They were like gassed by the end of the first one in this match, but then not for two and three. It was, it was, they found that weird second win that was even yeah. stronger than the first win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there was also, uh, there's something cool that I, I, that I wouldn't have picked it up on my own, uh, but they did a good job on commentary bringing up how both of them. At least from what I was gathering, I have to rewatch it. But it sounded like they both of them were kind of pulling out move set, like moves. Uh, they're from indie, like, they're indie moves. Indie moves, uh, and mm-hmm. it's kind of telling each of them are kind of telling the story of of their own careers, basically mm-hmm. in this match oh, together. They interesting. were that was their they were trying to replace the like psychology that like Johnny and Champa were gonna have, where they're like you know blood feud, their blood feud, and that they were gonna be like pulling out DIY moves on mm-hmm. each other, and like that's kind of the way they had to do it. And I, I thought it worked pretty well, cool. like yeah, especially because we got to see like yeah, cool ass moves. cool ass moves we don't see very often. Yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't have picked it up on, unless they uh, were like uh, on that on top of that on commentary. So that was cool too. Morrow is always one of my favorite parts of the whole takeover, uh, like shows. God, mm. God, what did he say in the beginning of the show? It was fucking insane. I don't know there was a couple things where I went, "What?" Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> "Where did that come from?" I don't remember. I told I Katie, yeah. right, like, because I saw Katie at Hopalong right after oh, I watched yeah, most yeah. of it, and like, yeah. we saw Zach, and we like stepped away as soon as I hadn't had a chance it. to watch That's it. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Also, I don't care. I love that they broke kayfabe at the end with Champa. Me too, dude. That warmed my little heart. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, I understand people who don't love that, but I understand it, but yeah, I like ah, hell fucking seven months down the road or however long, if he comes back, I mean, they could just pick right up where they left off. It's just a moment. It just breaks kayfabe for a moment. They could get back into the storyline or they, they could just leave it alone too. Mm. Um, I feel like there will be this, like, I feel like at some point, I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen, but I w- it feels unresolved, but maybe it's just going to feel unresolved because circumstances happen. Yeah. Uh, but I hope not, you know, yeah. I hope there's some sort of down the road, some sort of, uh, like satisfying conclusion to all of yeah, it. Yeah, we got cucked pretty hard. <laughs> Definitely. Or um, edged. We're just still on the edge. Yeah. They're going to edge us for years. <sighs> this is going to be like the, like their retirement match is going to be the when they finally meet. And just everyone explodes. <laughs> um, just beat off. I didn't watch NXT, but who's next? Uh, Goldberg. <laughs> for Gargano. Uh, it was just a recap episode. So okay. like they didn't, they didn't really set anything up, and I also didn't finish the they, episode. Oh, they, so. yeah, it was basically just like they showed the matches of the pre-show, which was Candice and mm-hmm. Aaliyah. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, and then there was oh god, that man. Oh, oh who the fuck else was in there? Oh, was it? It's uh, on here. Let Danny Danny Birch and um, Fabian Eichner. Ry- no, no, Jackson Jackson Riker Ry- Jackson Riker from Forgotten Sons. And then yeah. uh, Jackson Riker picked up that victory too. Street fo- Street Profits versus Street Fighters. 
uh, Eichner and, and, and Marcel. And Marcel, yeah. Marcel Bartel. That's yeah. right. Um, Man, I... Aaliyah was Aaliyah's so bad, and I, I yeah, hate it, ragging on people, but like I that made Candace like it brought Candace down. Candace looked bad in it, and I know it wasn't her fault. Like I was watching, I was like, man, she, Candace has to move so slow, like because of this. Like, yeah, I completely, it, I saw that too. Like it was bad. Yeah, like Candace almost botched that moonsault at the end. I think because she was moving too slow to do the springboard. Like mm-hmm. she was like half jogging towards the rope, jumped on, and her foot slipped because she like didn't have the momentum to do the springboard right. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. I agree. It's just like, I know from like, I don't know. And people still love Candace. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she gets a, a big reaction, but it is one of those things where it's like, oh man. that it, uh, yeah, They I need to put her in a better her, spot. Her, her, her performance mm-hmm. kind of, it seemed like suffered because of Aaliyah's like inexperience. Mm-hmm. Um, Who do you think is next for Johnny? For Johnny? Who do you want to see? Mm, he's got to beat Kushida. someone. Oh. That'd be sick. He filmed. He had his first NXT yeah. match Hell yesterday. Yeah. It's not a spoiler at all because they talked about it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Said that he was debuting. Yeah, um, they talked about it at Takeover. I mean, usually when you see somebody at Takeover, it's like and, and they posted on social media and Kushida posted on social media like that he was having his first match. Yeah, and same exact fucking gimmick, wearing the exact same clothes. Hell yeah, it's fucking rad. Did he have a little kid with a mask? <laughs> Not yet. I yeah. need. I hope they fucking sell those. I need one. Those are that was terrifying. <laughs> Loved it. That was so an, dude, much. That's not just like a merch mask. That was an an expensive ass. That's thing. like you have to. You, someone had to custom make that mask. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That was a three D printed. It was terrifying. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, hard to even think of like heels that are in good spot to like take on Johnny right now. Like, yeah, because Cassius is like full time. NXT UK right now, and plus I don't oh, think really? he would necessarily okay. be. Yeah, he's been in UK. Um, yeah, he had a match this week that was uh, really good against uh, fucking um, Travis Banks. Travis Banks. Yeah, he did a move that was I've never seen before: <sighs> the Rubik's cube, <laughs> and it's fucking terrifying. And I can't believe it's not his finisher. And Travis Banks kicked out of it. Going yeah. to Raw went off on this for like twenty minutes on their episode about this. Cash oh, really? Oh no, brought out a new finisher. Mm-hmm. That dude's well. Old. It's not. It wasn't a finisher. What should like, be a finisher? Oh, okay. It should be a finisher. It's like the move that paralyzed, pro- broke Karomu's neck, oh. but like backwards. So like he's like you land on your shoulders, but it's still the same like suplexing motion. Yeah. Okay. It's terrifying. It's yeah. called the Rubik's cube. I like that name. Uh, it's Pete Dunn. Pete, you know that that would works. Be sick. I don't want, but I don't want Pete to lose that first feud. Oh and man, that's true too. So it's got to be that's someone true. who is strong enough, but still can lose. There isn't anyone except Dijon uh, and the and fucking finest Conor Reeves baby, is, who apparently is a white supremacist. I think. Mm, oh, is that is that? I think he like his gimmick. I think butt? he should, made a bad kayfabe choice on twitter oh, okay no. like do do? he said like he's gonna cleanse america or something like oh that. shit okay. it, i don't think it had um i don't think he chose stuff well like his okay words well okay i don't i just saw a headline about it and people talking about it in a group i didn't look into it yeah i haven't looked I'm super into journalist. it but the little bit that i saw i think i think he probably just chose some like yeah Horribly chosen words. Okay. So. Okay. But we're here to stroke con- controversy. So uh, you heard it here first. White I mean, supremacist he's on the straight up might, he straight up might be. I sure hope not. I sure hope not. Um, but yeah, I have no idea who it would be. I'm excited to find I'm out. I'm excited to find out. See, that's the thing. Where it's like, with, where if Adam Cole would have taken that belt, you know, I mean, I can't, I guess off the top of my head, think of anyone at the moment, but Matt like, Riddle. oh, 
yeah, that'd be great. But that's kind of weird to come off of a loss for like the secondary title to go then right to immediately to a main title like feud. And I think they're gonna have a little feud for a minute. Johnny did it. Johnny just did it. He lost the North American title and then win the NXT title. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Was in his head. That's right. All right, let's talk about WrestleMania. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Like Takeover was fucking great. It's yep. always great. It's it, always the highlight. This one in particular just felt like really good, mm-hmm. and, it, and it was uh, unpredictable enough that it was just I don't know, really, really fun. Yeah, always though. So like, if you uh, if you if you're not the most versed wrestling fan, and you're like, I want to check out some good wrestling, watch Takeover New York 2019. Yeah, it was fucking great. And just any take, you could close your eyes, pick a Takeover. It's probably good. Boom. Um, yeah, WrestleMania, the, um, what are some of the dumb things they call it? The seven and a half hour, um, the granddaddy of them all. Seven and a half hour power shower. There's one. I always forget. Oh, the showcase of the immortals. The showcase of the immortals. The showcase of the granddaddy. But Undertaker wasn't there this time, so. Well, he was backstage, (laughs) hanging out. Dude, yeah, we'll get to it. That guy needs to shave (laughs) his fucking head, and I'm I'm unbudging on that. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, pre-show. Tony Nese defeated Buddy Murphy. I, yeah. Cool. Okay. Tony, I don't. He's a very good wrestler. Yeah. This, I think, kind of ties into some of the stuff that we're going to touch on later. There's, Tony Nese has the, if you could take the in-ring, I don't, I don't even know how to say this. Like, he doesn't have a good character. He doesn't okay. have an ounce of charisma. And that's not good for a title holder. No. Especially for a title like this, mm-hmm. that is like. It is the main, the only title for an entire brand. Yeah. And like, it can't just be like a mid card title or something, you know? It like, can't. It's... And so you need to have characters as well as in ring ability. And like, when we get to things like the, maybe like the, uh, the women's tag match, like on the main card, like it's kind of the inverse where you have really decent, good character work and then not as much in ring ability, uh, and stuff. I'm not, upset that the Iconics won that title. But I think Tony Nese has that thing where it's like, you need both parts, yep. character and in-ring. Well, yeah. To... That's what, I mean, we've talked about them a lot recently, or today, but going in Raw, they have their going in Raw math when they're talking about a wrestler, and mm. the like their character work is part of it. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of it. Like, uh, John Cena has a very strong score because he's so mm. good. Oh, you that, mean the Dane Cook of wrestling? That score is also basically kayfabe because only only one of the two of them did it, and it's <laughs> it's true. And it's I the guy gave who him loves a John gave Cena. him a ten look. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like Tony needs is cool. Maybe like maybe he just needs a a prop chance to practice. Yeah, or like yeah. or the title can help him sort of define a character. But like that's kind of sketchy territory. Especially because it seems like they're putting Buddy there because Buddy's gonna have a match against Dream on NXT. Mm. Oh which shit! Which is awesome. But I'm like, so what does this mean for 205 Live? I'm just curious. I also heard rumor that Drake Maverick might be getting into like a management uh, position. He's, he's managing EC3 which is, on a dark match, which is the which fucking is great. best. Hell yeah! That needs to just be a thing. But mm-hmm. it was an impact, and it was fucking great. Oh, sick! And they were they feuded. They were they managed each other like. They, Man, it's, it's fucking like, great. If this is the reason they've been keeping EC3 on ice, I'm okay with that. I can't wait for Stokely to come up, and then we have like managers against each other. Man, that stuff. Uh, man, Stokely versus Drake match. Beat. I'd... I'm going to see if Stokely and Spud, Rockstar Spud, ever had a match, because I just, would not be surprised. Oh, then we but... get Drake versus Leo. Just, yeah. Like, and just when I like hear about that in like old, like, 
Attitude Era and before, uh-huh. like that kind of stuff. It's like, like the managers fighting each other. Ooh, Jim Cornette had a match. <laughs> but, I mean, not even fighting know, in the yeah. ring, just like Beef. yelling at each yeah, other. Totally. Like, it's just fun. Definitely. Um, uh, The 17 Women WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. So oh. I was showed up at the tail end of this okay. uh, to, the, to the where I was watching it. And so Carmella won. Fine. Yeah, fine. Uh, did anything like really cool happen or did anyone sort of show up from NXT that was Candace? unexpected? Candice was, was there. Kyrie, right? Was Kyrie there? Yeah, she was there. Um, Mia, you no, know she wasn't. Um, Mia Yim was not. Uh, Casey Cantazaro. Yeah, she oh, was. Yeah. Was there any like legends? No. no. That's probably for the best though. Um, Well, yeah. It was fun. It was fine. Yeah. Some cluster. I think I like Carmella. She's like one of those people where it's like character is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. She has uh, an excellent super kick and a great, and a great finisher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's Baron Corbin with charisma. And she cut a, a genuine promo on uh, the SmackDown after Mania. And I was just like, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder defeated the Revival. So that was on the pre-show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I Kurt missed that now. Hawkins got a win. Yeah. He broke after two hundred and sixty nine dude nice. losses. Nice. Yeah, I I wasn't for this because there was no build, but then once it actually got to it, I was I was all for it. It's like, cool for them, and I'm sure the revival. I doubt they were, but like dumb about it. I no, I bet they were stoked on it. Like I I'm sure they weren't stoked on the lack of build. Yeah, yeah, but like. I actually losing to these guys, I'm sure that they were totally fine with. And right. they had a great match on Monday. And it's a good way to mm-hmm. build another tag team, which mm-hmm. Raw does not have. Mm-hmm. And no. like, and it was cool. It was like Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, home both hometown dudes, oh, hell yeah. like both from the New York area. Like, yeah. Where was where are authors of pain? Who knows? Okay. Uh, Saturday night main event, I think, or Saturday mm-hmm. main event, whatever it's well, called. It's just main event now. Okay. Main event. Yeah. All right. 30-man Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Braun Strowman eliminated Colin Chios. There was a second there where I was like, oh, fuck, Joseph's about to win this. <laughs> um, I mean, again, it was fine. It yeah. was fine. The, the The match started. So Colin Jost and uh, Michael Shea came down, and they had their own, like, you know, most of the guys come out in one go. They had their own little entrance. Braun had his entrance looking fucking cut. Yeah. Yeah. Trim. Yeah. And I'll call him Joe's. Which is weird because we've seen him every week. But not without a shirt on. Like, oh. not yeah, he only... keeps that tank on. Yeah. Um, Colin Joe's heel work was fucking incredible. Miz level. Like wearing yeah. the Odell Beckham Jr. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland shirt in Those, Giant Stadium. The pants they were wearing mm. just instantly going under the ring. Uh-huh. The match started. They immediately jumped under the ropes and like hit under the ring for the majority of the match, which is what needed to be. Mm-hmm. Then came out because the Hardys were trying to eliminate Braun and they tried to like help him. Yeah. And then like Braun shoved the Hardys out and then elim- Michael Che tried to eliminate him himself uh, and then Braun was like no and then did it I want to do it let hey let me do it I'm gonna pick you up oh wait we forgot about Colin Joe's therapist coming into the ring that's also something that happened Colin Joe's therapist tried to tell me to work it out but I worked out these hands what does Braun what does Braun what do you think about therapy Braun I've actually been seeing a therapist for a couple weeks now I kind of have this funk that I can't shake. How do you feel after winning the Battle Royal? Better, but not great, because sometimes the loneliness creeps in. So, I'm sorry, Bron. I'm sorry that I'm sharing all this, but I just like to talk okay. about it sometimes. 
Have you? Have you talked? No. About... Okay. All right. Sorry, I yelled, Koji. <laughs> um. All right. Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar. We got this. Terrified me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Kofi's losing. Dude, so that was my first thought. My first thought was Hulk Hogan better be. I bet he's pissed off because fucking uh, Paul oh, Heyman interrupted. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that first. <laughs> so yeah, go go for it. So Alexa Bliss comes out, introduces WrestleMania. Oh yeah, this is the first match of the main card. She's the host of WrestleMania, so she yeah. comes out to welcome everybody. Yeah. And then Hulk comes out, does his fucking bullshit. She Which, goes, she goes, I want a WrestleMania moment of my of my own, and I can do it with a snap of my fingers. Snaps her fingers. Bam, bam. The moment bam, she bam, said like snap my fingers, I was like, it's gonna be fucking Hulk. Like, yeah. And there was a point where she looked uncomfortable. She looked very uncomfortable, actually. And yeah. Also, so Hulk Hogan made a joke about it being the Pontiac's. The oh, and then he fucked up the Pontiac actual Silverdome and then actually then messed up the fucking name of the city. In the MetLife Center, brother. Yeah, I called it the MetLife Center. It's a, no. Like, he made a joke about a th- his fuck up from a few years ago and then still and fucked up. Made a new fuck up. I'm uh, like, if I take everything I knew about Hulk Hogan away, I still don't think I would have been stoked on this. No, it was just bad. He's just like... It's kind of like when Undertaker showed up on Raw. I was like, man. Oilies. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> shave that head and then come back. Um, <laughs> or just go away forever, <laughs> you old man. Uh, but Paul Heyman just like walks out before Hulk Hogan's done speaking, mm-hmm. which I was like, fuck yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah. Like Paul Heyman interrupting Hulk Hogan. Well, apparently Hulk me... Hogan was mad about that too. I don't know. I mean, that could just be dirt. But I... there were also rumors that this was a legitimate schedule change that happened day of. Yeah, it's not like there's a couple. The, um, mm-hmm. that, the, that this was legitimate that Brock wanted to get on a flight. Like, that was... So when Heyman came out, he was like, we have to get to Vegas. It was just like, I don't have a fucking fake thing to say. So mm-hmm. so Heyman just... God, he's so fucking good at his job. Mm-hmm. He just, there's no one like Paul boom, Heyman. Boom. Just thought of that. Yeah. Um, Go to Vegas where his clan is ultimately appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately. Um, God, but he's... I I I like Paul Heyman and him interrupting Hulk Hogan makes me like him more. It was great. Um, yeah, when they were like, "So this is the first match of the, the the night," I was like, "Okay, so you know Seth's gonna win." No, I I did not. I was watching this match like, "Oh, Brock's winning." I guess that was that was the other thing because it was like, "Oh man, I guess they're gonna want like the fucking boo fest to like kick off the show." Okay, and because I was so I was like initially mad that Seth won because I was like. Oh, because it was fucking Cause, weird. Because in my head, I was like, "Brock's winning. This is Brock's match. This is how I booked it." And like, and that in in your head, you thought this means that Kofi or Becky's losing. Yeah, yeah. Instead, well, it meant that they were balancing, trying to balance out those huge moments, exactly beginning, exactly middle, middle and end. Which I show. loved. I actually really loved that, and I think it was pretty effective. But the thing that I I absolutely did not like, and I guess you can only do so much, but uh, was the I, I liked the beginning where. Brock did a massive beat down on Seth before. Yeah, before the bell rang. Before the bell even rang. That's why. Okay, because it's that's says why it's only two and a half minutes yeah, long. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. bell to bell. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but there was like a good five minutes of just Seth getting his ass kicked, and then was finally like, "Yeah, I can do it. I'm I'm good to go." Referings the bell, uh, and then it's like decent for a few minutes. Yeah, uh, but Seth gets off like three stomps and pins Brock. You know, good night, new champ. Mm-hmm. But so like that's where I was just like, oh whack, dude. <laughs> like we had to sit through all this Brock bullshit, you know, whatever. I'm just happy Seth has it. Yeah. Um I I I kinda 
it would have been cool to see like what the like a super good Seth versus Brock match could have been. That's what I want. But at the same time, I think this makes Seth's character even like better and stronger because he went, I know how to beat this guy. I've been watching everyone else that keeps trying to come close. I have to like fucking cheat. I have to low blow him. Yeah, that's true. That's that is true. literally the only way to beat this dude, and I don't care. Like, yeah. Like <clears throat> when the ref wasn't looking, low blowed him and then took three stomps, which I, I really liked because when he cashed in at WrestleMania 31, he did one stomp to Brock and then set up for a second one, like knowing one stomp wouldn't be enough. And that, and Brock caught him for an F5. Oh uh, yeah. And so that like carried that story over where it's like, he couldn't get the second one off last time, but then because like Roman came back in and shit, it still mm. worked out, but he still was like, okay, need more than one. Need more than one. It okay. Three. I mean, that does put some context there. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's, it, it, what, it was a ball shot, but it didn't feel like a like a heel move. It was just like, yeah, fuck yeah, Seth. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're it's rules don't apply when you're fighting Brock. I mean, he was basically saying in his promo, Seth was like, like I'll win this match if it's the last thing I do in my life, basically. Yeah. And also, like Brock beat him up before the bell, so like, fuck that dude, you know? Like, yeah, right, right. Like, hey, he's gonna play dirty. I'll fucking kick him in the old fucking uh, gimmicks. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Seth, new Universal Champion. That's the start of WrestleMania. Yep. Then we got the barbecue match, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. The police fundraiser barbecue match. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great. I mean, it was fine. Mm -hmm. It was just a great wrestling match. The crowd wasn't into it. Nope. Uh, Apparently, there was a big old light shining in their eyes the whole match. Like the sun setting? No, well, in the crowds match. and No, it was just this giant yellow light. And Randy apologized for it, and AJ on Twitter. Where Where was the light coming from? Like the lighting rig, like... Oh, it was just shining like weirdly on, in the... on the crowd, mm, and uh. like someone like tweeted at AJ complaining about. It. He said, "Sorry, but the match with you and Randy was nowhere near a great match." And AJ said, "Well, brother, when the live crowd is doing chance to turn off the lights and are distracted, it hurts the match." In your words, it doesn't sync up. Listen, man, I was pressing X on that match, dude, but you guys didn't catch the ball. Okay. You guys didn't catch the freaking ball, man. Did you watch the up, up, down, no, down? No, I'm saving oh, that. I'm saving that for a man. special evening. Oh, my. I, I can't was, wait. I can't fucking wait. I Tell me about crying. it, though. Yeah, I was crying. What happened? Crying. What happened? So they're playing a, uh, this is uh, Xavier Woods' YouTube channel, up, up, down, down. Yeah. They're playing a uh, one of those N64 wrestling video games. So the controls are fucked. Mm-hmm. They're using PlayStation controllers. Oh, no. And Xavier that's Woods. AJ, that's the bane of his existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were... So Xavier was like, okay, I'm... Because it's the whole thing where they he doesn't tell you how to play. He's like, because... Oh, that's right. Because this is how it is. These are the Cs, and this is how you do this. This is how you do this with this controller. And the whole time... It was also cool because it was Kofi, uh, Sasha's husband... Samoa Joe, um, and I'm pretty sure Kofi Kingston picked Big Show, who was giant at the time. Yeah, and uh, AJ was Sting. Was it WCW NWO World Tour? I think so. Also, it's, it makes so much sense that AJ Styles picked Sting for on several different levels. <laughs> I mean, they had a lot of matches against each other. Very good, oh, very big true. rivals in TNA. Oh, that's true. Um, but it was just so funny because he was like, "Savior, this isn't what you said it was. This button's wrong. These are wrong buttons." And Xavier's like. I don't know what to tell you, dude. It's just like it, everyone else is doing well, fine. And the way that they do it on that that tournament is like they're both kind of going in blind, right? Like playing these, like they but, don't, 
AJ knows this game like the back of his hand. Okay, mm-hmm. but on like the N64, was he fucking yeah. bitching about the controller the oh, entire time? Of course time? he was. Of course he I was. Have, like, I'm excited to watch like, this. These controls are wrong. And then at the end, because he loses. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. He looks at Xavier's like, which one of these controllers is your favorite? I want to break it. <laughs> oh like, my God. He's like, you're, he's like, you're not going to break a controller again, AJ. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I then, love that because I know that if he he was he was legitimately mad like a fucking mm-hmm. five year old. I know that if he did break it, he would then buy Xavier like it plus a like very expensive apology gift, like extravagant <laughs> like apology gift the next yeah. day. But like yeah. he, um, he he just leaves. Everyone else stays and watches the rest of the tournament. AJ just leaves and is like, um, the producer's like AJ's very hot. And then like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I guess AJ's mad. Oh, he actually left. And it's just, it's the fun. Dude, yeah. It's so funny. Oh, man. I Seriously, that's got to be the most fucking crazy thing to be around. <laughs> Sorry, that's a dumb, weird no, I tangent. Can't, I but... seriously can't wait to watch it. Mm. Watching AJ Styles fucking rage quit video games is one of my favorite things. It, I cry laughed. Yeah. yeah. Like, it shows how just fucking long WrestleMania is that... I don't remember like anything from this match, and I know it was yeah. really good. All I like, remember was that so we had that spot on SmackDown where uh, Randy caught AJ the phenomenal forearm out of midair, yeah, the forearm with the RKO, and so I remember they kept trying. Randy kept trying to get the RKO off on AJ, but AJ kept like evading it, oh. um, and then ended up winning the match. And I remember it was just like it was shocking how. Like the Randy didn't get like a big RKO moment. No, in it, and it was which, a, it was mostly AJ's match, which I think is smart. Like, and I'm sure that was Rand. Like when they're putting this match together, like Randy's putting over AJ. Like, yeah. So that's I mean that's cool. It's just it was I was very surprised that they didn't yeah do something more. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I agree. I I was sure we we're gonna see an RKO out of a 450, but yeah. that might be legitimately super like dangerous. too dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. But yeah. Uh, it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. But also one of many, many matches. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fatal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Usos defeated Aleister Black and Ricochet, mm. Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, and The Bar. The mm-hmm. Bar. Solid 10-minute tag. Yeah. Like four-per-team tag team match. And like... it's so weird. I'm not sick of the Usos being champs. Well, they aren't anymore, so... Oh, that's right. Because on SmackDown, I think lost I, it to I took Hardys. a long nap. Oh yeah, that I remember yeah. that. Wait, yeah, but it was cool to see them get a moment. Like we might as well just talk about fallout from these matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is awesome. Cool. Yeah, they lost them to the Hardys on SmackDown, surprisingly. Yeah. But which means the Hardys are retiring soon, hopefully. Uh yeah, you know, I don't Maybe. know because look, look at them; they're in fucking great shape. Yeah, so. but they're <laughs> great. It relatively his, to their age. His butt is going into his spine. Not anymore. I got fixed, dog. Look oh, at okay. him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shape. I mean, he wouldn't be wrestling if his butt was still going into his spine. <laughs> mm. I just, I mean, I want them to have one last really good mm. run. Like, that's kind of what I'm hoping this yeah, Put over a smaller you, team. We'll get to it later, but you don't want it to become a an angle situation, which yeah. no. has been a sad time for me, like yeah. watching how yeah. fastly Kurt deteriorated. Yeah. Like it hasn't been fun. So you want them to go out while they're still looking good, feeling good. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember, I always remember watching this um, Undertaker interview where he's like, the last thing I ever want to do in my career is like come out and be a parody of like who I once was. Too late for that, brother. 
Bit, Sorry, I have no. Yeah, no. I didn't watch when I was a kid. No, and I but, see the Undertaker as an old man and who can't so, do anything. But like Hardys are like edging on that territory. Um, but they're still. They. I mean, they can't be as wild as they could when they were no. nineteen. But Jeff Hardy still does. They yeah. said it, like I was like maybe change up the Team Extreme gimmick then if you're gonna do that. But like I don't know. Don't do the broken shit. Obviously. Oh, fuck damn! I mean, what a dude. I, Whatever. I still, I, just, I still want Matt to just go through all his gimmicks, and so we can. Dude, get I do. Matt. I do just, want to one Matt. I, I one want time to see before he yeah, retires. Matt Hardy version one, and I want Shannon Moore to come out, be his little yeah. mf'er. Oh, I yeah. want the whole thing. I do want so that as good. well. Yeah. I want that as well. But I kind of hope this is just a really nice long, like maybe six month, like I don't know, run, and then. Yeah, or lose maybe, it at SummerSlam to someone, yeah. and maybe this is how if they keep Ricochet and Alistair together, maybe this is how they build them. Yeah, maybe the Hardys. Oh man, that'd be such a sick match. Just yeah, you know, on SmackDown, I re- I really liked uh, because Jimmy and Jay had the titles and they were doing a little backstage. I thought they built that match with like you know no time pretty well, being like we want to not only prove that we're the best brothers. Yep, yep, yep. To be a tag team mm-hmm. in WWE, we, we want to prove to ourselves definitively that we're the best tag team in like the history of WWE. Mm-hmm. It's like by beating the Hardy Boys. That's a huge. Um, you know, accomplishment in yeah. which they lost the match. So I thought that was actually really good storytelling yeah. right there. I mean, actually thinking about it, I'm pretty sure they're just going to beat the Hardys for it to get... That, that's actually what makes <laughs> yeah. sense to be like... Be like nine-time yeah. champs or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're, Vince is trying to have both New Day and the Usos break the, the tag title records, especially yeah. Usos now. I think he was wanting New Day, but now, you know, Kofi is fucking wwe champion and yeah yeah like and usos he wants them to have that record so yeah also i think i'm just so still so over on the usos because of that gauntlet match where they just gave up oh yeah i think about that and start tearing up it was just just like a solid move yeah Mm -hmm. and i love the way they deliver promos because it's like it's just the world that i like just like yeah like oh same like hip-hop culture essentially and it's just like I I love the way they're so good at it. Mm-hmm. Well, and like yeah, I mean they have things... they have their own style. Well, and they're brothers. I mean they have that sort of connection that really um like is and it's really apparent in their gimmick. Like when they like end each other's sentences, when mm-hmm. they like speak in tandem, it's just like they're just they can read each other so well. And they can be so scary. They mm-hmm. can be, dude. Also like charming. Like they're yeah. great tweeners. Yep. Like yep. they're so they're perfect tweeners. They're right really now. funny too. And they yep. have nice shoes. Yep. Yep. Speaking of shoes, we had Shane McMahon <laughs> versus oh the Miz. God, this match <laughs> over delivered. I think this was the match I paid so attention much. to the least. Really, I think this is the one that gripped me the hardest, dude. I mean, well, like in the crowd clusterfuck. Hosting a yeah. party in the crowd clusterfuck matches. It's a little easy to get like distracted or just like not care because it's just like. It's just a brawl for so long, and they're just moving through the crowd. That's the only thing that's happening. So yeah, yeah, for sure. When um, when when fucking when George came out, Potato Face, when Potato Face George hopped the railing and <laughs> tried to protect his son, shit, I, I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love that pose, and yeah. I love well, he was like memes well, that he looked come. like he was gonna fight like an old Irishman, <laughs> yeah. like with it just dukes up. Uh, and then Shane came and like raised George's hands up like, oh, if you're going to fight me, you're going to have to put your hands up a little more. <laughs> also, so is this a thing? Does he get paid for this? Is George? this extra work? George? Or is this just cool for Mrs. Dad? No, he definitely got paid. Because like, okay. cool. he has to sign release and stuff like, and there's there's a whole lot of other stuff like, yeah. 
George George got paid. Yeah, I mean, George got... is also a cast member on Ms. and Mrs. Oh, so like oh he's... that oh now it all clicks. Yeah, like way too much. Okay, yeah. I get it. Okay, but yeah, it was yeah. it was fun. Oh, but it was batshit fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, when it Ooh. spilled out into the fucking audience and then went up to where I'm assuming the hard cam is or some the, sort of camera. The hard tower. cam and also the foreign announce teams, which did not look like they knew it was uh, coming. It looked like they were very surprised. Yeah, uh, like fucking little Nate was trying to keep uh like the table from falling over. Um, one of those announced teams definitely got their table busted. Yeah. Mm. The, the finish was crazy, dude. Like good on Miz for taking that. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, like when you look I, at where that's they, not what I expect from Miz. So yeah. were, I don't expect right. Miz to take crazy bumps. So they were at the top of this like camera tower. That was, I mean, it had to have been like 30 feet up in the air. I don't know. Something maybe even taller, probably maybe Shane, Shane height, Shane height, mm. where it's just like, come on, don't fall off that. And yeah, Miz fucking suplexed Shane off of that onto this thing that genuinely looked like pretty soft. But I mean, still, that's a long way to fall. And uh, the way they landed, Shane landed on top of Miz, so got the one, two, three. They're mm. both dead. But it was a long fall. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like it was a perfect way for like to have that match end too, because like Miz gets the respect for doing the crazy shit, you know that. Yeah. He like normally doesn't do, and then but Shane as a heel still gets to say like he won. And still say he's the best in the world. And yeah, the way- I I love heel Shane right now because like yeah. the way he talk, he's not being like menacing or sinister. Really, he's just like so straightforward about what he's saying. Just eh, potato face, like eh. yeah, he's like, just so like co- confidently like asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I I kind of feel bad for fucking whatever. Greg Hamilton, or whatever the fucking guy's name is, the ring the, announcer. The, oh yeah, I'm like, Who dude, has I'm an like, incredible voice. He has a great voice. He does not deserve to be bullied like that. I feel like with their anti-bullying stuff, they should maybe fucking chill. I don't know. But, um, I it, hope he just one day turns on Shane and just beat, just smacks the, the fuck out of him, dude. That'd be awesome. Yeah, almost feels like it could be a a rib on Justin Roberts for talking. You know, former ring announcer who used to. In his book, talked about how much he got bullied in the company while he was there. Oh no! So, oh, man. I mean, he's I don't the know. person who said that JBL like stole his passport while they're in Europe and Jesus, shit like that. fuck JBL, yeah. fuck JBL, yeah, fucking him. He he commentated on one of the matches. I was like, whatever, fuck you, mm. a mania, yeah. So, um, yeah, Miz won. The future is iconic. No, Shane won. Yeah, Shane won. And Shane the, won. Oh, the future is iconic. The future is iconic, and uh. Dude, fucking someone's going on with Sasha. Um. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to be a shithead. I think it's stupid. Sasha needs to grow the fuck up. And, like, maybe I'm just bitter about add, it. Um, we need to add context yeah, to all this stuff, okay. too. Let's but, do it. So let's talk about the match at Mania real quick. Was a fatal four-way between the Iconics, uh, Bailey, Sasha, Naya, Tamina, and Beth and Natalia, mm-hmm. which was cool seeing Beth and Natalia. It was cool. See, it was cool. It was. It, it suffered from that same thing that that other fatal four-way tag match was, which is just too many people. It's just too many people in the ring. Um, and they did, of the matches that got a lot of time, neither of those got a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the finish saw the Iconics. Uh, picking up the title. Mm-hmm. Um, I I agree generally with like you know just do the job for who they tell you to do, do and all that. the The other side of that though is that if you look through Sasha's entire career in in WWE yeah. from NXT and the main roster, she loses every title defense she ever that's, has. That's that's true. 
She has won. She is a five-time women's champion and has defended the belt successfully once. Yeah. Okay. They only got to defend this belt successfully once before losing it, and when the whole gimmick was, you know, being able to like go to every roster and like and fight people mm-hmm. and like, yeah. and they as a tag team were set up to be the ones to like make this belt mean a lot. And I, I agree, and I do see giving it to a comedy team does diminish it. I mm-hmm. will agree with that. But so the thing, so what happened was still just for a little context at the on the Monday after Mania, there was supposed to be. Alexa was supposed to call out uh, Sasha, right? Or there was supposed to be a match. Uh, Sasha apparently backstage became like very aggressive, uh, like had a bit of a meltdown. Either way, Bailey ended up answering the call um, and had a match. Kind of a weird match with Alexa too. I think I somehow slipped through it all. At, at one point, Bailey, uh, you like grabbed like grabbed the ropes, but it wasn't like a heel grab the ropes. It, it was just it like seemed like a just a mess up. Like, almost trying to like weird. steady herself or something. Yeah. And then like the ref was like, "Don't grab the ropes." And she was like, "Ah." Oh, Fuck! I didn't even think about it kind of a thing. So it's just weird. But um, I, but then I, and then Sasha pulled out of a Wendy Williams appearance she was supposed to do on TV. Um, and now she's in like Costa Rica or something. Oh, is she? Yeah, with Kalisto mm. and her husband. Well, that's pretty badass. Mm. Um, so so this is Sasha's injured all the time, which is a thing that like it's like, okay, why are you mad when you? Get hurt all the time because she released a statement. Also, I just want to keep yeah, yeah. People like so she released a statement being like, what to just today wasn't it that that they were recording this? But fucking, uh, basically saying like, I thought me and Bailey could make these really prestigious titles. It mm-hmm. becomes a gimmick comedy title belt when you give it to the Iconics. I'm not happy here. Mm-hmm. But also, if they win them back, like the chase is what could be cool. It it could be the the. The issue is that the Iconics aren't people to chase. That's true. It's, it's, it's true. It's just not like, I, I am, I, I really like the Iconics. Like, I, I don't, I didn't expect them to win. I don't mm-hmm. think they should win. This whole me loving the Iconics thing is really fake. I like, like them. I, 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 I legitimately really like I them. I think they're like, fun. And I think that Peyton Royce is decent. Hmm? Um, and this, Billy Kay kind of like she's kind of like a brawler sometimes. So to me, this is where it's the opposite of the Tony Nese thing, where it's like the character work is. I think deserving of, of I think they could do some really fun things with this title, mm-hmm. these titles, and not just make it a gimmicky comedy thing. Like, I, just, I think they could genuinely, you know, like have people chase them and then get a couple of fucking heel victories over them and then lose them to a, a more ready team. Yeah. But that's the thing where it's like, but their in-ring work isn't up to what Bailey and Sasha could no, do with those titles. Mm-hmm. Not at all. So I understand her frustration. But they, they could win sneakily. Um, but I don't, I don't want them to have them for very long. This, they... If they're gonna have the Iconics and Sasha and Bailey be the first two teams, in retrospect, they needed to do it backwards and have the Iconics win it, win be the first team, and then have Sasha and Bailey have the big WrestleMania moment and then hold the belt for a long time. Yeah, because they didn't fulfill on the gimmick of defending it everywhere and mm-hmm. getting you know it being cross brand belts and stuff like that. They just like they've already like just gone. Okay, we need to put it on the Iconics because people will like that. Like, it was a dumb decision. I will mm. say that. And like I should say, I do love Sasha Banks. I think she's incredible. But I agree that she does. And need I love to fucking... Bailey. But I mean, it, it, my whole thing is she's injured most of the time. Like not really. Like she has small injuries, like quite a bit. But yeah. also, that, those are. None of those are ever confirmed, and she never actually takes time off. Yeah, yeah but she thing. wrestles different. 
She does. It's true. But it seems like to I mean, and like I don't know what other stresses like there are going it's on. True. Or, and I know that I shouldn't been re- be such a jerk. Well, but I also agree with you that I, I think it's a totally wrong way to go about it to like you know throw a big fit and it felt then, very like, Hogan-y. Yeah, just like you know, mm, I understand that's a f- bad comparison to make. Maybe I should say someone. I else. would say that there are a lot of white performers who don't get the shit that Sasha and Naomi do when they bring this shit up. Oh, very yeah, true. Naomi, Naomi's getting a lot of uh, flack too mm. for saying mm-hmm. she's unhappy. I, I just like, I don't know if if the whole thing was like, I think we should have had those titles longer. I completely understand that frustration, but like, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's and the only feels... reason it's even on my mind is because Isai texted it to us like right before we recorded. Mm. So it's like it's fresh in my mind. If he if we talked about this yesterday, I wouldn't even have brought it up. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm mean, I'm curious about it because the one I want her to be okay. I well, I, I want, want her, her to be happy. be happy. I want her to I want her to continue wrestling with Bailey. Um, and I want I want them to be the champions, of course. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they're perfect, but. It's hard when they haven't built anyone good enough to fight them, so they had to give it to this gimmick team, essentially. Yeah, I mean, I'm and like, it was a bad decision, it was, and and ultimately, it was a bad decision. It's not gonna go. The iconics reign with that title is not gonna fucking blow anyone's wig off. Yeah, but it's like also one of those things where it's like every title, every championship in the company has been mismanaged and given to people who shouldn't have had it, and they all have their own stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know. Part of me thinks too, like sometimes the belts really do help characters get gimmicks over. I don't know if that's going to happen with the iconics, but a good team is inevitably going to hold it again. I would mm-hmm. like it if Bailey and Sasha held it again. Of course. I mm. mean, I don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind that they're the more prestigious tag team to be holding. They're it. they're the best main roster women's tag team right now. I would say, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for uh, easily. I think, yeah, not even close. Yeah, uh, but you know, sometimes I, I mean, I don't know. Like it was bound to happen eventually with the belts. It yeah. would be nice if they could have had a longer first yeah. run. Absolutely, I, it'd be cool if someone like came in, beat the Iconics, and then Sasha and Bailey beat them. We got a really cool tag team match out of it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think like the biggest part of it is just look looking at the totality of Sasha's like career in WWE. And I mean, I would be fucking mad too if it happened every single time. There are times when I think it was clear that she was supposed to win the match when she was women's champion and they changed last minute. Like, Mm -hmm. well, and this, that's a thing we didn't say is this was a last minute change. Yeah. I think that she has had like multiple times where she's lost the belt in a last minute change. And that's really not cool. No, it sucks. It's shitty. Especially when she again has, five-time women's champion and defended it successfully one time. She lost her first defense to Charlotte every other time. Yeah, I mean I I definitely she definitely has cause for for like to be pissed off. I mean that with everything with all the title reigns that she's had, um them not pulling the trigger on the Sasha Bailey feud that could have been fucking massive. Um it does seem like there's an obvious uh, like choice of like you, you should build these two people up because people love the shit out of them mm-hmm. and with good booking will be great for their the duration of their careers. Yep. So I completely understand their frustration because that is a lot of being fucked over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like I mean she's probably sick of it. We we haven't heard anything from Bailey, but she's probably being quiet to be a good politicker. Right. Mm-hmm. right, and and that's also just look at the way both of them handle stuff. That's 
on true. That's normal. I mean, that's also like Sasha's character too. Mm. Like, and and could all be a work, brother. Yeah, I, I mean, don't. She, I, don't I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they might turn it into a work of some kind. Yeah, and they have in the past. Yeah, when because Sasha does like is outspoken when she's not happy, and she is a bit of a curmudgeon. It seems like in real life, but also that's you know that's just who she is, and that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look at Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I mean, and like let's say, like based on her experiences, it seems like she has every right to be a curmudgeon mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to some of these wrestling things too. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I am sorry, Sasha, that I said anything rude about you. The, I think you're an incredible wrestler. W- the wrestle boys wish you all the best. Yes. Um, but I do, I do hope it's one of those things where it's like cooler heads can prevail, or I hope at least that something. Uh, I don't know. I hope maybe, there's a plan in in line. I hope this, there's a plan in place. I maybe doubt this there is. Little vacation will clear her head. Or it seems like WWE's given her a few weeks to sort of like think it over. Cool or we'll down. see her in AEW soon. That'd be cool. Just kidding. Just well, you kidding. know, I was thinking about that. I mean, because it's just fun to think about. You know, like when you hear like WWE wrestlers being unhappy and wanting to leave. I support all of them because I completely understand why they want to fucking leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so it's like thinking about like, like you know, Sasha wants to be a fucking trailblazer because she mm-hmm. is. I mean, she yep. has the ability. She has the passion. She's one of the four horsewomen. She brought women's wrestling to the forefront she's she's put on some of the most like impressive matches in just in general in the last like five years yeah i mean her and bailey at nxt takeover brooklyn is like that is the gold standard for the women's evolution you know like, That's like yeah. an untouchable match yeah like and even if you know even if matches are are i think matches have gotten to that point i think like becky and charlotte at evolution was right there with that match like yep. same level uh-huh. and stuff but that will always be the match that you look like you point to it's the like savage steamboat WrestleMania three match. Like there are better matches than that match, but people still say that's the best match ever because Mm -hmm. it's the gold standard that set the bar, you know, like, yeah, for sure. No, definitely. I mean, she'll always have that, but you wonder like if, if at, if she were to go somewhere like AEW, like she really genuinely could be someone who would like, really blaze that trail for for the women's wrestling and that promotion when all mm-hmm. they talk about all they talk about is is something bringing something fresh to the table you know so like i'm like i think that would be pretty cool but yeah um, you know i i i uh, i want her to get the money be with her husband um who is the up up down down champion yeah does he he because he he works in wwe and stuff faster, right? does the, he like costume stuff yeah mm-hmm. he designs all the costumes That's well cool. yeah he's te- I, he's doesn't I don't believe he technically works for WWE. Usually, uh, costume. The he's costume, always there. Oh yeah, which well, is why he's always on up, up, down, down. There's mm-hmm. you know there's a long tradition of costume people and stuff like that being legitimate independent contractors through WWE. Yeah, basically yeah. be given a space in the company, but not like actually working for them. Like they but rent out a corner of WWE. They basically well, he get travels to, everywhere. They basically just get to be backstage the way it used to be. It used to be two sisters learned this from the Pritchard podcast who did it for like 30 years. Oh, damn. Wow. And they literally just like sat there in the back and people came to them with their designs and stuff and said like, Hey, this is what I want. And then people just paid them. Like oh, that's pretty they just cool. basically got free rent to be there. And then wrestlers paid them. Dang, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, ultimately I want Sasha to be happy and I want the best for her. Same. And I, and I do hope her concerns are, are heard and validated through the company because like, she's not wrong. No. All right. We got another good thing happening. Um, Kofi Kingston defeated Daniel Bryan. It was great. It was such a fucking good match. From the start, um, the new day brought like a box. 
Big E had a box and mm-hmm. just set it down. I thought that was the title. I thought it was too. Was, yeah. yeah. The title was under a blanket or sheet. It, under a blanket under uh, Brian's title. Yeah. Um, God, this match was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kofi proved that he deserved this. Yeah, it is clear that Kofi has spent the last 11 years thinking up spots that he would do in a match at this level and never getting to do them. And because mm-hmm. he was like busting out stuff that like I've never seen him do, like, and just like incredible sequences in this match, like throughout the whole thing. Like, yeah. it was put together perfectly. Definitely. Like, definitely. How, how long was it? Do you it know? It was uh, 23 minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah. Really? One, one of the longer ones. One of the longer ones. Uh, it lo- was great. Yeah. The longest match was uh, Triple H Batista, <laughs> and then I believe it was this one. Oh, but, yeah. That's right. Triple H Batista. But uh, I, yeah. Kofi won with the Trouble in Paradise, which they're booking so strong, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't Kicked know. Kicked out of the knee plus. Mm-hmm. And like. Man, it was just so good. Like it was a clean win too, right? Like mm-hmm. totally clean, cool. absolutely. And uh, there were a lot of Rowan, points where I was like, "Daniel's gonna win." Rowan tried to get involved, and then um, Xavier and Biggie did the um, up, not, up, down, down. Yep, it's either the up, up, down, down or the mm, midnight hour. Oh, I think it's what's called. Yeah, yeah, it's the midnight hour. The up, up, down, down is a different one. But, uh, okay. Um. Yeah, like off the announce table to him to take him out. Yeah. Um, and it was just awesome. It was just great. It was one of those, like, it was the feel good moment that everybody wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, man, like they brought his, his kids into the ring. Oh man, his and, kids, like, he was a damn oof, button dude. Oof. Those little, oh man. It, it was just so sweet. Uh, fucking Xavier would just could barely contain himself. He was mm-hmm. like so emotional. I, it was amazing. It was such a really good moment. There was a video at the end. Like oh right when they get later, to the back and oh. Xavier was was like trying to hold back tears and, and he just Big fucking... e was just like let it out man let mm-hmm. it out yeah it, yeah give me that sweet sweet give me the sweet tears <laughs> but yeah like they brought out these new shirts with the championship on Wait, them. that's what was in the mm. that's what was in the box, in the box. Uh, was merch and it yeah, was of so course. of course like I, I love that celebrating a victory over anti like capitalist Daniel Bryan with merch yeah, yeah and bringing back the old leather strap and then what did Daniel do on SmackDown he wasn't on SmackDown no. okay he's uh yeah he's taking a break so let's talk about the weird aftermath Kofi showed up to Raw oh yeah mm-hmm. challenged Seth and just like a yeah because Raw started off with Seth coming out and being like we did it bro <laughs> and then uh Kofi came out and was like I love watching uh, Becky Two Belts get her Becky Two Belt on last night. Uh, ha- holding both those titles. Why don't we try to do something like that too uh, against Seth? Like title v title in the main event of Raw. Yeah, and I was like, Who'd... how are they gonna pull this off? I was like, who to guessed? Didn't quite work out that way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, someone's like, this isn't gonna happen. The way they did it was real it, weird. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was poorly received. The bar showed up, and the crowd hated it. So yeah, it. well, so they were they were going through the match, and it was Kofi versus Seth, and a really good match. Oh yeah, I mean, naturally, you would just assume, but like, uh, at the point that the bar showed up and fucked the match up, I think Kofi had the upper hand of the mm-hmm. match, which was mm-hmm. cool. Uh, but what so what ended up happening was Seth grabs the mic, 
because the bar is trying to run away. They didn't even do a great job on commentary explaining. Like they're like, like I think Michael Cole's like, why is the bar here? And Corey Graves was like, because they do what they want to. Uh, and, yeah, which there is was so no dumb. motivation. It's so dumb because the bar has history with the New Day and the Shield. They could have just done that. I think it was a last minute change of some kind. Like I, yeah. think- I just think it was. They're like, oh, WrestleMania wasn't that weird. Let's make this weird. Some weirdness. Mm, I think Drew might like. Drew, you know, showed up on SmackDown the next night, but then disappeared during that match, and people said he might have gotten hurt. Mm. There's also, like, reports that he's been sick a bunch, like, in the last That's what I, thought, I was like, what if he had fucking diarrhea? And his match, we haven't even gotten to it. Jesus, there's so many matches on uh-huh. WrestleMania, but he it was, he didn't seem... Didn't lackluster. Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder if it was supposed to be Drew, and they decided not because it's something. Yeah. But a cool thing happened. They brought out the goddamn beach balls again. Uh... Cesaro popped him and got over. <laughs> oh, did he? I, I missed <laughs> yeah. that. Well, so like, so the bar. Comes well, they out. didn't show it at all. Oh, okay. but you could hear the crowd like something happened in the crowd like chant, and then I saw a picture with him with a broken beach oh, ball. Nice. Uh, and what one he did of, last year, at yeah, where he just fucking like do- dove on top of it. Yeah, one uh, of but, the people from WrestleSplania was there, so I was watching uh, her oh, tweets about cool. it too. Cool. Uh, but Seth the grabbed scenes. the mic and was like. Uh, Oh, you guys want to come interrupt our match? Well, how about Mia Kofi finish this later? And Mia Kofi, our tag teams against you tag teams. And then everyone was like, bullshit. Yeah, that's Because uh, it made Seth look bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a better way to have done it, but it, I don't just know. Just don't even do it at all. Or just have, yeah, there's so many different ways they could have done it, but. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's or how... a countout finish, which means you both keep your titles, right? Or have mm. whoever Seth's next competitor going to be, or Kofi's next competitor be come yeah. fuck the, the match. The bar up. just makes no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, like... it was weird. Let's keep talking about WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Samoa Joe defeated Rey Mysterio in, in one a match minute. that should have been great, but Rey hurt himself. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I, but like this match should have been great, but WrestleMania was already seven and a half hours long. Yep. And this makes jo- this is the best thing for Joe's character possible. True, true. Like legend killer, just destroyed. <laughs> yeah, Ray. Like, yeah, yeah. He no, basically no soul to six one nine. Like, yeah, for real. By the time that like Ray tr- was ready to do the springboard, Joe was already back up. Yeah, no. It, Joe looked really strong, and it got a lot of you know heat on him. Um, it it was like a bummer because Ray's entrance was fucking awesome. He came out looking like Mysterio. Mm-hmm. But Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Man, that's gonna be dope. Um, I was kind of, I was half expecting Dominic to be out there. How many promos yeah. he's been in? Mm. He might have. That might have been the original plan. And Samoa and Samoa Joe hating hating ch- or wanting to be dad. True. Just like Eddie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, weird. A Dominic custody match when he's like nineteen <laughs> years old or how fucking ever <laughs> seventeen maybe. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Ray got squashed, but. Like you're saying, like wait, he wasn't gonna win that title. He's also Rey Mysterio. He'll be fine. Like, yeah, he's he ain't hurting. One of the best people still wrestling. It's so weird. Maybe it's just because of a mask. When I see Luchadors or like Jushin Thunder Liger, I'm like, man, these guys are so good because they don't. I don't see them looking old or like straining. Yeah, you know, or like they're making weird like old people face. Mm-hmm. Well, well uh, I can cool. show you some some shit from CMLL and AAA. 
where it's some old fucking luchadors and you can see their shit. Okay. Oh man, when that okay. lucha show came to Nampa, there were some old luchadors. Yeah, there's uh, um, like the worst matches ever happen oh, every sure. single year. Well, especially when you lose your gas, it's hard to be a luchador. Oh man. Oh yeah, for yeah. real. I mean, and these are dudes that are literally like six. They're like eight man tag team matches where everyone's sixty five. Oh, like Jesus. it's shit like that. It's where it's like they're all legends, but this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Botch- Botchamania when those matches go down is a real good time. Yeah. Oh, I li- yeah. I just started following Botchamania. That's hilarious content. Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre. I don't remember. Anything. It was a raw match. It was a solid raw match. Okay. Yeah, it, it was kind of unmemorable. The thing I liked most about it was after Roman won, he did he did seem to have a very genuine moment with mm. the crowd, where he was feeling pretty emotional, and I think they were really cheering the shit out of him, which just has to feel good. Yeah. Triple H defeated Dave Batista. A weird one, dude. That was a weird one. Ripped out his nose ring. He did rip out his nose All ring. All right, but let's start. Let's start from the beginning. Camille Nanjiani in the front yeah. row, mm-hmm. two giant Dave signs, a shirt, and then Dave Batista just walking up. Dave Batista a heel. So you see this 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 person and his wife cheering so hard for him. Uh-huh. And he just points at him. And man, so I have a very strong connect, not strong connection, but I've loved Kamal Langiani for probably since I started po- listening to podcasts. Mm, yeah. And and his wife Emily Gordon, who's sitting there next to him. Yes, as well. and mm. Emily is so incredible. And You've like seen the the big sick yeah movie about her. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like great movie. She's, I mean, so them sitting like front row. I'm like, there's pictures of their reactions because they don't know anything about wrestling. Yeah. Kamel Nanjiani is a known wrestling hater. That's right. Till he met Dave Batista. And now Ron Funches and Kumail have like beef. Yeah, Not like, really. Oh, like, they're oh, like, still who, buds. Like, like who's dumb now? Because he used to make fun of, of Ron, Ron Funches. Funches. Ron yeah. Funches specifically for liking wrestling. And now he's like friends with Dave Batista. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder how Ron Funches felt watching fucking Camille Nanjiani be front row. He left Mania. after the second match because it had a weird vibe. Ron Funches did? Yeah, he was too high. Oh, dude. Oh, fuck, I get that. I get that, dude. I had an experience at a WWE live show, the last one that came there. I felt, oh, very, yeah. I felt very uncomfortable. I remember all of you. I sat in the bathroom for a while. I, I, rode, I rode separately from the rest of you, or else I would have been in the same I uh, know, yeah. I had to sit in the bathroom for a while and kind of sweat it out. <laughs> but but anyway, let's talk about the match now. Sorry. Yeah. I just, I love Kumail so much. Yeah, and no, I'm glad. it was great. I, that was, a, that was a, a wonderful WrestleMania moment. Uh, that match was what I expected. Yeah, um, it was a lot longer than I expected. That, it was that very too. long. Uh, also, Dave I ba- watched it in glances. Yeah, Dave Batista put his body through more than I thought he was going to. Oh yeah, he really took some heft, hefty Taken, bumps. Yeah, he wanted to go out with a bang though. Taking that backdrop off the stairs that were set up on the announce table onto the <sighs> other announce table that didn't break. Like, yeah, ow, dude is fifty years old. I know, I know. They uh, the the brutality in the match was great. Fucking. What did they even call that weird toolbox? The um oh f- fuck I can't remember. I, I know it wasn't surprise box, but that's what I had things <laughs> like. This box is full of surprises. Triple H has pulled out the surprise box. Uh, but it just had a bunch of tools in it, some pliers. Yeah, it did like shit to Dave's fingers with the like wrench. Yeah, it was like, like it was like hostile like sort a, of like uh, Orton mo- match. Yeah, it was like fucking directed by Eli Roth that <laughs> match. Yeah, pull, yeah, just the pulling out the nose ring too, like it. But it covered up for the fact of how old these dudes are, not uh-huh. long it's been since Dave was in a ring. Like. Yeah, yeah, and it was it if it had a it had a good like yeah like hardcore match feel to it. 
And Triple H got his his win against Batista. No, oh, we didn't even talk about Triple H's fucking Mad Max. Oh, and fuck. oh dude, those, it was those play- so goddamn sick. Those PlayStation yeah. Two graphics. Oh, yeah. Those graphics were terrible, but goddamn, that was a sick entrance. Mm. It was cool. As someone who loves Mad Max, yeah, there, yeah, there was like a, a per, per near two minute, uh, like intro video of just a cutscene, a, a cutscene, PlayStation a, Two cutscene, a PS Two cutscene of uh, a. A rendering of Triple H, uh, just Mad Maxing it uh, with like I feel like Immortan Joe was even part of it. I don't remember. Man, Nathan, he, former WWE superstar Nathan Jones is uh, the big Immortan Joe son. Oh, Immortan Joe son, like Immortan Joe's biggest son. That's a WWE guy. Or WrestleMania 19, the guy that was supposed to have the tag team match on, teaming with Undertaker, but was so bad that they had him attacked before the match, <laughs> and came out and just did two moves to help Undertaker win. Nathan Jones. That's him. Damn. Damn. Crossover. Uh, it it was a wild entrance. And then Triple H came out on a fucking wild ass motorcycle, Mad Max out, Mad Max to the gills, with a driver who looked uh <laughs> like uh like he could have taken or or leave and be in there. Mm-hmm. Uh but he was like all like put up in some sort of fucking Mad Max, you know, like gimmick makeup and costume. But I just thought it was funny. You had this kind of like old guy who just clearly owned this badass motorcycle mm-hmm. or whatever, and was like, "Sure, I'll give you a ride down the ramp." Yeah, yeah. that's DDP's first uh, WrestleMania appearance was driving his car, uh, his own car. Before he was a wrestler, he was just the owner of a nightclub. <laughs> was he like a pink Cadillac? Oh a my pink God. Cadillac. That's right. Looking at DDP, oh, that makes so yeah. much. He looks sense. like someone yeah. who would own he, a nightclub. he owned a nightclub, and that's that's how he got into wrestling. He was friends with a bunch of wrestlers who'd come into his nightclub. Um, he owned a pink Cadillac, and they wanted to use it for, fuck, I can't remember his name. That he, also sounds like a wrestling gimmick. Yeah, basically. But <laughs> yeah. it was like Honky Tonk Man's friend, basically. I can't fucking remember yeah. the whole thing. But yeah, that was like, so he drove it up. They're like, from, hey, Paige, can we use your car? Had to drive it from Florida to, I think, Toronto. <laughs> and then, Jesus. And, That's just yeah. up. That's how DDP got in the wrestling business? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, Triple was, H, Batista, it's was fine. It was, was it was what it was. It was, Dave, it was really entertaining. Dave, after the fact, being so fucking happy and mm. positive and like... He got what he wanted. Got what he wanted. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Also, Dave Batista with some of those fucking fullback tattoos. I haven't seen that. I didn't mm. see it. And covered up his uh, belly button son. Which, yeah, I, was, I kind of missed the belly button son. Yeah. <laughs> I told one of my friends because the only thing she knew about WrestleMania was that Triple H and Batista were having a match. I don't know how it be- got on her radar, probably because I've watched a video on her YouTube account or something. <laughs> but she was just like, what's what's up? She also loves Batista as an actor. Mm-hmm. She's like, what is this? And I told her, she's like, so what happened in WrestleMania? I was like, Batista... Batista lost, and she's like, "That's stupid." <laughs> I was like, "Well, it was his last match. Like, if it's it was a normal thing, yeah. yeah. Like, if it was two thousand four, maybe it was, yeah. it was funny." Shout out Maria. Yeah. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated nope. Kurt Angle. Nope, that's not what happened next. With next, Elias. Eli- next was Elias. Oh shit! Hell yeah! This was a WrestleMania moment Dude. I cared for. Uh, yeah, three Eliases. Hell yeah! Three Eliases was cool. So, man, oh, man, I opened kept... up with a Vidya. Yeah, I kept talking about how they're gonna start fucking, and then, <laughs> yeah, like a, th- like I, usual, WWE disappointed me. Yeah. Well, I th- guess there's always a there's three, always the live sex show, a three Elias, live sex show, <laughs> uh, three Elias, three eleven, wank with Elias. Mm. <laughs> mm. 
Um, I was there with a friend who had no idea anything about wrestling, and she was just like, "Are they triplets? What the fuck is happening? This uh, is so insane." I know, I know an okay amount about wrestling, and I had a very similar reaction. <laughs> um, I, I was like, honestly, a fucking. Elias uh, slapping the skins on those yeah. drums. So it starts slapping the skins starts on with Elias. <laughs> starts with Elias behind a drum set, and it's like oh. on the video screen. I I thought what they were gonna do was have all the other musicians play other instruments. No. What other musicians would you need? Honky Tonk Man. No, that's um, true. I didn't get that moment. Um. Yeah. Jeff Literally. Jarrett. Um, it really seems like they're building to something with that, and they didn't even—they didn't do that at all. Jeff Jarrett probably like change. Yeah. had an old man thing happen to him. Yeah, probably gout. I don't he, know. I mean, he's, oh, I'm a little ageist. I'm sorry. I believe he is still a champion in AAA at the moment too. Oh, <laughs> I might Ooh, be wrong, but that. he has been quite a bit recently. But and then, um, then someone starts playing piano. Yeah, well, yeah. it's Elias again. Mm-hmm. Double Elias. Tickling the ivories, slapping the skins. And then we hear... And Elias is in the Marine. Hello, I am Elias. Just talking and talking and talking and talking. Yeah, he's Played Seven Nation Army. (laughs) That was so weird. It is weird, but I kind of like it as a chant. Uh Oh, walk with Elias. (laughs) I'm like, fuck, dude, that's cool. Um, And then guess who showed up? Babe, Babe Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> okay. The great Bambi. Okay. Do you understand it? Do you get it? Because I don't like, fucking so, know. Like, I get the reference to Babe Ruth they're making. I don't fucking understand how it connects to John Cena as Thugonomics, Aracena, except that he wore jerseys. There's And they're in New York. So in there's a legend of Babe Ruth during the World Series game. Which that World Series game didn't even take place in New York. It was just it was in Chicago while he was playing for the Yankees. Babe Ruth apparently like pointed to center field and called a shot. Called a shot that he was hitting oh. a home run and then did. There's been a lot more video that's like popped up of this now since then because there used to only be like one camera angle and now there's yeah. two. You can tell he's actually pointing. It seems to someone in the crowd and yelling back at them because they're heckling him. Oh, like hey, fuck you! Yeah, Hell yeah. basically. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, then everything was saying, like, yeah, call your shots. So I don't like, fucking get it. Maybe John either. Cena called his own like, shots. I really want this video explained to me because I don't think it has an explanation. So here's what I liked about it, though, because I've been following. There was a really good. Uh, what's that fucking something van something that uh, that guy's name? He does like shoot interviews on YouTube. Something Van Lind or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know. I, Simon Gotch. Nope. Uh, <laughs> shoots on enemies. <laughs> but anyway, John Cena did an a interview with him the day before WrestleMania. Uh, and, you know, he Rob was... Rob Van Dam. That's what yeah, I He was alluding to... Uh, John Cena was alluding to his own Instagram and was talking about how everything he posts, everything he posts has... A hidden meaning in it, and some of it. Is... Oh, like our original idea for this podcast. Well, I didn't even realize that. I always just thought something. I was like, I thought John Cena was just sitting on the shitter and was like, I like this picture. I'm going to post it. I didn't know that they all had a little something, something Man, about it. I loved when we had a whole segment based on a a, a 
visual John, medium uh, thing, yeah. medium on this podcast. There's a reason for a few we weeks. quit doing yeah. it. Go back, go back into the archive. <laughs> um, fucking, but so I was paying attention, and he was posting a lot of Babe Ruth stuff recently on his Instagram. So when that Babe Ruth thing started playing, I was like, okay, John Cena still doesn't make sense. Didn't make any sense, no. but at least I was like tipped off. Uh, yeah, I was definitely like, oh, this is just New York references. Like he's there in New York. Like I just don't. I don't get it. But then guess what? It, Word life. John Cena came out to his old song. Yeah. And you heard you. Then he comes in and raps. Looking like not. Okay. Which like I know. He looks so much younger. He well, because his hair's covered. Because his hair was his covered. His hair's what makes him look old, guys. I agree. I he agree. He has a very nice face. Uh, well, thank you, Derek. Um, <laughs> I, um, my hair is not the best, admittedly. Um, Are you growing out for a role? Or are you just going through I some shit? I can't talk about it. Okay. I'm always going through some shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he came out wearing a, a vintage Yankees baseball jersey, uh, hat on backwards, um, full fucking, like, whatever it's called when one we have one ring, but it encompasses four fingers. Yeah, the word life. Like, like brass knuck, it basically. Was, it was so unexpected. It was chain, very, the chain necklace. It was very unexpected. And so perfect. The chain with mm-hmm. the lock on it, for sure. Uh, and then the the rap that you heard at the beginning of the you episode. heard it at the beginning of the show as a spoken word, a very boring spoken word poem. I thought it was just uh, sensual. Oh, okay. I <laughs> I thought it was exciting and great. Nice. Also, it just shows. So, like when we when we interviewed Megaran, he said when John Cena came in, he said that rapping's a young man's game, mm-hmm. and so like seeing him, I was like, oh, he's never gonna do that again. Then him coming out and doing this, I, I was think, like, so I just think John Cena likes fucking with people, dude. I fucking yeah. love John Cena. Mm-hmm. I love also, him. Every time I think he's gonna zig, he zags. Yep. Yeah. Every and time, I'll, like it's clear that you know they had a lot of time ahead, like ahead to to write that whole thing down. It was like perfect and all that. He used to freestyle stuff like in the ring, like he's definitely not at that. Yeah, he dude. had a PowerPoint with this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Just one image. Yeah. Yeah, which was just fucking Elias's face on a Shih Tzu, <laughs> which I, I mean, that's that disturbing shit that I crave. Oh, and like the um the whole pistachio thing, uh, he does the voice Cause of the he's elephant. Because he, he's a nuts, he's a nut salesman. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I was like, your face looks like my nuts. <laughs> when he pulled out the pistachios, I was like. a hairier bush. Yeah, but I was like, dude, pistachios don't look like a ball sack. You should probably pull out a fucking walnut bag or something, dude. Oh, yeah, they totally don't. That's not what mine looked like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a great use of John Cena at WrestleMania. I, I loved it. And a it. great use of Elias at WrestleMania. And so I never want to see Elias wrestle again. And it's one of those things where you, it, you can't explain how cool it was to see John Cena doing his gimmick from 2004. Uh, but it was awesome. It just felt good. I don't know. I don't know. It was just fun. Um, I liked when he said that he was about to turn heel. Yeah. Turn heel on himself. I, my favorite line is when he was just like, um, this is like all my movies because this, well, this whole, whole thing, thing sucks. sucks. Yeah. And I was just like, but he's been in great movies recently. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, 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 I do. I, yeah. I think he's been in some pretty good movies. But yeah. everyone hates, everyone hates John. That's the whole, that's the whole gimmick. And this brings us back yeah. to the Dane Cook thing. Jesus, that was so long ago. He's been in some polarizing movies. I know we I know we're not gonna dwell on this. Yeah, waiting. Employee of the month, Eastside's favorite film. 
Yeah, I watched good. I watched Employee of the Month a whole lot actually, which was at the time. Um, what Dan in real life? Good luck, Chuck. Uh, Mr. Brooks. That was, I was actually that was decent. Where he played like a serial killer guy. I mean, he was a fucking creep in that movie, but he got his. Was it who was in it with him? Who uh, was Kevin it? Costner. Okay, mm. okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Probably, he's probably in some sports parody movie. Yeah, probably. Is. Yeah, definitely. But John Cena is hilarious in any movie he's in. But he like, has incredible comedic timing. Yeah, for sure. But it, what it was nice about it too was the the thugonomics thing was like. Uh, you know, he, he said, even in that interview that I can't remember the damn, the, the name of the guy, unfortunately, but, uh, he, he was saying like, you know, when he thinks about the wrestling business, John Cena doesn't just think about like us, like the people like in and near our thirties who are just like, why doesn't he just fucking do this? You know, uh, he thinks about the, like the little kids. Of course. He thinks about all the, all the other demographic, all the aspects of being, uh, in in this role that he's in of basically like the the forever face of the company. Mm-hmm. Also, Dane Cook back to that. But fucking, you know, he's a fucking face of comedy. Do you think Dane Cook? You think comedy? You think John Cena? You think wrestling? Comics hate Dane Cook. Comics don't like Dane Cook. I'm not saying. I, see, that's okay. That's what I'm saying. Outside of the gimmick, that doesn't count. I'm talking in the gimmick. Okay. In okay. the gimmick of stand up comedy, Dane Cook's just when one I of think those names. Comedy. I think I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna go into this. <laughs> I don't think Dane Cook. I shouldn't. I'm now. I'm reaching. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to really drive my point home that I think they're kind of the same. Um, I like it. <laughs> fucking. But uh, him coming out and doing the thugonomics thing, I feel like is kind of a nod to people like our age who kind of were the younger crowd when he yeah, was that, doing it. That was right in my wheelhouse. Like yeah. I literally watched like his debut match, like, and then saw him become that character. I remember like. When he first got his first title shot against Brock Lesnar and then got s- squashed by Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It's like, insane that that character became John Cena. Dude, my mm-hmm. family sank money in jean shorts for me and my brothers. Hell yeah. Yeah, and like, it was one of the most like over-organic, ba- like organic-built baby faces. Like, you couldn't do that now. Ever. Like, you could he, not do that He now. just got so over with the crowd. Like, he wasn't on WrestleMania 19. He was supposed to have a rap, like segment with some actual rappers that then pulled out of the show last minute hmm. by WrestleMania 20. He like started the show beating big show for the U S title. Damn. It, it was like his first singles title. And it was like the place exploded like for him. I want to do a deep dive on Cena. He, he at he, 21, he like gave big show F the yeah. FU. He picked think, him up. Yeah. I think it, by WrestleMania 21, he won the world title. Like it was two year build to him being, yeah, he won his first championship. I think it was 2005. It was the same year that Dane Cook released. Uh, 04. Uh, 04. Was it 04? Oh, so it was a year before. The U.S. Uh, title in 04, I guess. Oh, so that was that was yeah. the same year as uh, Harmful of Swallowed, if I remember correctly. Oh, my God. I'm just saying trajectory. Does that one have the chicken sandwich joke on Tra- it? Trajectory lines up. I don't remember. I like that one. Trajectory lines up. Liked saying. that one. I haven't listened to it in a long time. I don't know if it holds up. Dane Cook sucks. Um... <laughs> All right. Please, spent, let's keep going. <laughs> we spent a lot of time talking about a non-wrestling match. So, uh, Baron Corbin defeated Kurt Angle. Why? I get the theory. You manager, put over, manager, and you, like... You put over the young heel on your way out. Like, I get it. Just, and it's one of those things like... They had no one else built up for it. Yeah, like, and like... Kurt Angle is my favorite wrestler of all time, and it's just like obvious that his body just started shutting down when he stopped doing drugs. Like mm-hmm. when he starts, when he's just standing, he looks like he's sitting. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's bad, and I'm glad he's he's done. Like yeah. because it it's not good. I anymore. wish what happened on Raw didn't happen. I would no, that saved it. 
That saved it. Lars Sullivan hitting, beating him up? Yeah, that's better. It's better. I, I do prefer leaving it with Lars coming in and hit like the bur- the first kind of big thing that Lars does on the main roster is mm. is give like a big fuck you to Kurt Angle. I'm just, I'm just sentimental. I like no, leaving I get that. it with I get a that. speech. I guess he gave the speech afterwards, right? I mean, he gave the speech after the the, the, the Corbin match. match. Yeah, but then no, you go out on you go out on your back. You he got his he got his one upence on on Baron like on Raw, and then I gave some actual heat to someone because Baron didn't get any heat from this match whatsoever. <laughs> Everyone, how can he get any more heat? Well, he's at the point where it, it's go away heat. Yeah, like and that's bad. So I don't know. I think I thought it was an effective way, especially because okay. no one would expected Lars to suddenly come because we've all like known that he's just like spending all his time on message boards. Yeah, well, he's well, just he also bit. had a legitimate mental health attack. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for like, sure. And so this yeah, was a point. really good way to actually debut him after that like weird hiccup and yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah, he's making a bit of an impactful sort of presence. I'm excited to see kind of what what brand Lars lies on, uh, you know, ends up on. Uh, but no, yeah, it's kind of like this is one of those things where Kurt Angle going out in general. It's just his last match should have been when he replaced, the sh- the, like when he was in the Shield. Yeah, like, yeah. He plays Roman in the I, Shield. Honestly, I think so because, too. Because uh, that was a fun match. Yeah. Like it, and it covered up <laughs> seeing him in the vest was so. Fun. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was it, adorable. It should have been it's, just a that's or what, actually no the Ronda the Ronda match last yeah, year. Yeah, that would have been great too. Hmm. When I think of Kurt Angle, I think of Kurt Angle in the little cowboy hat. I think of Milk Truck. I think of mm. the silly stuff. Um, oh, man. When, I can say this now that we're already planning on me teaching you a whole lot about Angle and yeah. mm-hmm. gonna teach you some, some oh, serious I, Angle I shit. I know he's great. Yeah. I, I know but, he but is. But the, the comedy's amazing. I love I love the com- Like That's why he's my favorite wrestler because he can do both. But uh-huh. I'm... Man, the like him at his best in ring and, like, and being a serious character is like terrifying how intense oh, he was. Oh, I'm sure. Like his like whole gimmick was wrestling machine for a while. Like he yeah. started wearing a mouth guard and like not really talking and Jesus. Yeah. He was terrifying. But I'm glad it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's cool. That got to happen at, at mania. Like that. Yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Um, the demon came out and beat Bob Lashley in like under five minutes. Good. Four. Yeah. yeah four minutes. It, it was good. And it, like, I've this is what I've wanted out of Demon Finn like the whole time he was using different yep. moves it was a different move set like the first move of the match he did a, like a flying axe kick that I've never seen him do like Which, even in New Japan oh I know I agree yeah and then he power bombed Bobby Lashley yeah he power bombed that was awesome that uh, I, that, I, I that's perfect because normally it feels like you're watching Finn in a you know in a like cosplay I don't know fucking it's just doing his Finn thing shotgun yeah. drop kicks sling blades like. Flying forearms, like it's a, it's a normal moveset. This time he came out and yeah, the demon. The was only thing on that fire. was the same was the the, the coup de gras. Yeah, I think he did one sling blade. Yeah, but you know I'm surprised Bobby Lashley didn't do any didn't do better in that match because he he brought out a little demon himself. He had the little he had the little contact lenses. Oh, I thought you were talking. What the fuck? No, I was not those? talking about Leo Rush. <laughs> he brought out a little demon himself. <laughs> those were weird and unnecessary. <laughs> the the contact lenses. Uh, it it made him look like a cat, kind of. <laughs> Um, I I thought like a villain in Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, he looked like a bad movie villain. Like, y'all remember when Roman Reigns used to wear blue contacts? I don't. But she's not. Go watch her WrestleMania Thirty One, and it's it's weird. Uh, it, I just thought it was funny, oh, but yeah. I kind of like that Bobby Lashley brought his own little flavor to it as well. Yeah, yeah it's like, hmm, 
I have demon ish eyes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that going to Raw real quick because I think this is a little important. Uh, Sami Zayn uh, and Finn had a match when Sami Zayn had an anti fan match, just like yeah. so fucking boring. I wish for Sami Zayn's return they didn't do a backstage. With no, him. they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. It was spoiled for me on Twitter. My fault for looking at it, honestly, um, because I was watching it like, like half hour delay. So, oh, yeah. um, because the stream I was using was going slow. Um, oh yeah, dude, something was going on on that. Yeah, it's raw after mania. That happens. Um, but it was. I just I love Sammy coming in and fighting Finn, and then Sammy's promo afterwards, where he was just like. You know, I thought coming back here would cure what ails me. But no, this sucks. You suck. I hate all you. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting because, like, from the get-go, he came out over the top. Like, he fell down, but, it like, it looked funny. Yeah. And, like, fun. Um, I think he actually fell down, though. I think he did, too. I think he did, <laughs> he's too. Gotta be, he's got to be careful with that. He wants like seriously hurt his shoulder on an entrance doing his entrance yeah oh, fucking no. skanking yeah. um I do that but uh yeah he he, he was hey, when he came out into the ring and he was like he just looked like he was happy to be there he's like i could sure go for a match right now <laughs> and then finn came out and you know it was decided it was the for the title i fucking want yeah for sure and it was like I, it was a good match it was i i missed the blue thunder bomb uh i don't know it was just like he hadn't missed a beat he looked mm-hmm. good yeah um and then yeah, he was just talking to the crowd. He's like, "I love my life. I'm very fulfilled in my life." Uh, and it, like, but it's it's you guys that you're you're, you're lacking toxic. something. You're toxic, and you're lacking something in your life. And I'm I'm back, and I'm going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. I also love on SmackDown when he came out at the end, and his music started. Everyone started like yelling his like thing, and he just waited. And then they started doing the Olay chants, and he's just like, "You're not worth it." And then drops the mic and bails. Oh man, sorry. I just love no, Sami Zayn. That was sweet. That was sweet. I, I'm glad that Finn got the title in that match. I hope yeah. that his the next like reign he has with it is, is real and long, mm-hmm. real and long, and and it's, it's real, it's real and long, mm-hmm. like his dick yeah, and like rigid, hog. like his penis, like a like a like a rig, a long penis. Yeah. Uh, and I and I, and like I hope duck's penis. I hope there gets to be a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Some sort of more, more like character work. Like he cuts good promos, but there's not like a lot like there. Yeah. Not the real rock. Maybe just bring back the real rock and roller. Oh man, that'd be great. Uh, something, something. I think he needs a crew. I think that like, I think it would help. Like I think it would be cool. I I don't think he needs one. I think he just needs to have an edge. Like he can't just always be happy, smiling Finn. But edge is hurt. Or I just retired and old. He has, a, he has a bad neck. Yeah, he's got a stack of dimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, like he just need, he just needs more of an edge. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I the, agree. But I love him. Yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm hoping like with the with a solid victory at Mania and going forward that that's what we get out of this run with him. I hope we get a run and it's not like last time. Mm-hmm. All right, main we made event. But we're not done yet because we got stuff to talk about with this match. Becky Lynch. Defeated Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Where do we start? Uh, Charlotte came in on a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, which apparently was like harkening back to like a Ric Flair WrestleMania yeah. moment. Oh, okay. It was I, very, I, I really liked it. it I was, liked it. Um, uh, I felt the most bad for Joan Jett. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She got booed mm-hmm. like she crazy. Looked, you know what? She looked fucking tired. I mean, it was also like after midnight there. 
Yeah. Um, like it just, it, it, it was, it, yeah, that whole thing felt weird. So to me in general, so before the main event, there was that long seven second dance break closer to a 30 second dance break, if you ask me. But, uh, and then we get this like four and a half, five minute video of Charlotte Flair riding in a helicopter. Mm. And it's like, yeah, it is after midnight <laughs> in New York where they are. Was uh, that filmed before? No, that was it was live. Oh. Even if, even if it was filmed before, they they played it in the in the stadium. Yeah, for that duration. And the they kind of can't totally fake it because people can see out to where that helicopter is, and there was a real helicopter and stuff. Oh, like, and if anything, okay, that okay, means okay. that like maybe Charlotte wasn't actually in it, but definitely mm-hmm. like a helicopter definitely uh, some sort of a decided to go through the same thing. Yeah, but it, so to me, it was just like I I feel like. Patience has to be running thin by that by that point in the night. Like I couldn't even imagine being at a wrestling show for seven hours that then went another like thirty forty five minutes. Uh, and so like yeah, with Joan Jet, like that just didn't land like how it was supposed to. Well, Joan Jet, people love Joan Jet. Joan Jet rocks. Mm-hmm. And then she got booed when Ronda came out, and yeah. she was just like, "What?" Yeah. I hope someone explained it to her. Like yeah, no, this was like, going. This was always going to happen. They don't. Joan. They don't dislike you, mm-hmm. Joan. Mrs. Mrs. Jet. Mrs. Mrs. Jet or Miss Jet. I don't know if she what what her deal is. Joan. I don't care. Joni. Joni and the Jets. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was cool uh, I mean, to song, me. But song to, me, slaps. to me, it was like electric though. Like when Becky song's came, been ruined for me. It has been. <laughs> uh, yeah, next time I watch Freaks and Geeks, I'm like, great. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, next time I watch Shrek, I'm like, no, this is still good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still good. Nothing can sour this. You know what? The only good scene in Shrek is the wrestling match. Fuck you. <laughs> I have, your, fuck shut, you. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> and first new groove is better than Shrek. Wow. That is also a very good movie, but fuck you. John Goodman is better than anyone. John Goodman's great. I do like John Goodman uh, a hell of a lot. I actually don't dislike Shrek that much. I just love. Oh man, have you rewatched it? Okay, I'm sorry. It's a, it. That movie's bad. But uh, oh shit! <laughs> I'm sorry, Zach. Oh, Zach, I don't mean to. I don't mean to say this, but I did rewatch it last year, and it was. It's it's a walking fart. Joke. Oh, so you only watch it once a year? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should give it another try. I should also watch the second one to see how it all. No, that ended. one doesn't exist. <laughs> that one doesn't exist. I've only ever seen the first. There's track. one. I like Puss in Boots a lot. What's that? I've never seen it actually. Hey now, um, fucking. But okay, when Becky did come out, um, and the match was getting going, it felt really electric in there. Like, uh, it was exciting and it felt huge. Um, I, the match itself, it was a triple threat match, and it was good just because it was it was like it was just a relief from all the buildup. Yeah, you know. Well, it was a the one thing I love about this thing, it wasn't shoehorned in. It was a, it was naturally the best. And it was a very, very physical match. Mm. Yeah. Which it, it was, needed to be. It was naturally the, like, the, it was the natural, it was the natural main, main event. Yeah, it, was natural it wasn't, event. I mean, if WrestleMania was two weeks later, it would have been Kofi. That would have been the natural no. main event. Well, the natural main event, yeah. This was going to main event. No oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. of how yeah. much time this yeah. But it didn't it. feel forced. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. The, the finish we saw, I mean, that's... I don't. I mean, the match wasn't crazy long. It was, right? it was like it was, 21. It was 21. It was what like was the it? third. It was the third longest match on the, okay. on the card. Yeah. Well, dang, it was just really fast-paced then. They did a really good mm-hmm. job. But the finish was wonky, and I think yep. it was Ronda's... I mean, I don't know if there fault's maybe not the right I've word. I've heard a lot of theories. There's a theory that she broke her hand. She was going for the pipe. Well, she did break her hand for sure. Oh, that, yeah. That's oh, real. man. Yeah, that was real as hell. Yeah. Um, fuck it. So she was going for Piper's Pit. 
Becky reversed it to you know I I don't know do like kind of like how it's a cruci- it's like a, a crucifix, crucifix pin. pin yeah and uh, but when the ref uh, counted one like Ronda's shoulders were just clearly up off the mat and then mm. like fell back down for two and three but it just it created a a, a not definitive ending to the match yeah. it, it felt weird I mean a definitive end would be her tapping or. Ronda tapping out to Becky. That's gonna, but they're they're saving that. Yeah, but like Charlotte, Charlotte, ta- someone tapping, Charlotte tapping, uh, or just a clean pin in the middle would be. Yeah, good. it was. I, I think that pin was supposed to be clean. I think that Charlotte, or not Charlotte, got Ronda just fucked up. Like I think, yeah. I think it was just a mistake, and like that happens, and it is also, you know, a mistake on the part of the ref. Yeah. Um. Oh, for, for sure. not. It's just one of things that happens. You know, not calling the audible and going. Oh, like her, she would like, you know, her shoulder wasn't, wasn't down. I'm not counting that and making sure that doesn't start to count until Becky is like, has Ronda's shoulders down. Mm -hmm. I think that they've just, they were so concerned about the finish of that match and doing it quickly and stuff. And that he just jumped into it knowing that that was the finish. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, and then Ronda like jumps up and is like screaming at the ref and stuff like, Going like what like and it because of what happened it seems like she's like saying my shoulder wasn't down I think she would have jumped up and yelled at the ref no matter what even mm-hmm. if her shoulders were down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it was such a, like a surprise pin and because of her character now being so entitled and stuff like that it was a weird end to a main event of WrestleMania just like a roll up it wasn't a roll up I guess but it no, looked like but a roll up I feel like to the, me I feel like the crowd reaction was pretty lukewarm just because it was like wait what like what just happened like and I, I mean then say it's like that we're at se- like seven hours and twenty one minutes basically mm-hmm. and fucking. It's it was just like okay. I mean, people were excited. I was mm-hmm. excited. I mean, Becky's music hit right away. It was clearly supposed uh, to be the finish yeah. of the match. I think I would have been more excited if it hadn't been a wonky pin because yep. I kept going waiting for the swerve to happen or something. Or like let's know, restart like, this match or like yeah. something wonky. Yeah. Um. But no, Becky two belts. Yep. Becky two belts. And Becky she's champ champ. Still fucking over as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, might be interviewed with Lacey Evans. Definitely, that'll be gonna... very quick. Okay, okay. So I think she's gonna Charlotte. Uh, was two point oh? What were they calling it? What was, she, what, mm. what was her tweet say? Yeah, she was like, I think WWE New has Charlotte. a type. New Charlotte. Yeah, That's New right. Charlotte. New Charlotte's my first opponent. Yeah. Who Who do you think might be her next actual opponent? Man, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Stephanie. Um. Oh, well, yeah, I think I Charlotte that. will get a rematch. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's gonna drop one I, of those titles. Yeah, we'll see. It I'm, would make uh, sense. I'm very curious what they do with that because I don't think they're gonna unify them. But I don't. I hope not. A lot of people are hoping that they do. Well, I think that that would just be bullshit if all the men's titles were segregated it's, and then the women's titles tag and but is it to unify like, the whole brand like the the actual brand split split no it's not because they're never gonna they're not gonna unify the men's titles okay like the universal and the wwe are so different and they've spent so much time building up the universal that they can't get rid of it okay they can't get rid of the wwe title okay um i I think it'd be pretty shitty if they decided to do they should have had unified women's champions championships first and then and made then, like an intercontinental. No, like keep building up the women's division. Then go. We have too many women. Now the women are also split and have two cha- titles. You know, that makes that, sense. But you can't go back on that now. Yeah, you have because 
That's not the answer. The answer is keep building up the women's yep. division right, until how, it, it's it's more full. Like, how is that like, going to go? Who's going to be like, oh, do you know what we need in WWE is less women's championship belts? Like, yeah. no. Because, like, like how do you just declare whatever show Becky's on? She's like, okay, I'm wrestle, we're like, wrestling for this I can see her be belt. kind of, like, nomadic between the two um, mm-hmm. for, like, She's going to be on both. I mean, and got, we have Superstar Shake-Up in a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm very excited for. Mm-hmm. So. I'm I'm interested. We'll get a lot happens. more answers. To yeah, a lot next week. Mm-hmm. Also, Becky Asuka, I want it. I want mm-hmm. that. I want Asuka to win one of those titles back. I don't think it'll happen, but that's what mm-hmm. I want. Yeah, we'll see. <sighs> that was Mania, man. I mean, it was yeah. long, but it was good. It was good. I remember we walked away from Mania last year after that. <laughs> Brock and Roman match, and it was just like, oh, what the fuck did we just like? Yeah. It just felt like a chore. It was a bummer. It was, yeah. a, it was a big time bummer, and we got a lot of and happy Mania good feelings. Mania was fucking weird last year. Yeah, and this year it was not weird at all. It was weird in fun ways. Yeah, but then it was really just good. Was, Only Raw was weird. They had puppets. This is the best. Oh my oh, god, yeah. guys, oh, we'll we literally that. cannot get into the rest of what happened this week because we're at like so long into this. Yeah, and so much. But yeah, yeah, there was a weird box puppet in box. Just look at what time it is, and you'll see oh, how long man. we've been going. Yeah, we've been going for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just—it was so much better. Yeah, like, was... I—we got all three happy endings. Mm-hmm. This is the best mania. We came since three at times. Least... Yeah. Best three happy endings. Yeah, this is the best mania since I, I, I think that. at least it's 30. a horny episode. <laughs> best one since thirty. You think? Yeah, I like, think so. Yeah, thirty-one is the only other. Like thirty-one was also pretty good, but also had some weird shit on it. Um, but. Th- Best since thirty, and I think like top, like one, like on the upper tier of like best ever, in my opinion. Like I thought it was a very great mania. Oh, I, I love you it. You know, I think this was uh, the Brett. Your mania is all were terrible. <laughs> I think seventeen was the best. What? Okay, you were in WCW at the time. Actually, no, WCW had just gone out of business, and you were working for nobody. I forgot which one was the Austin match. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that was that was thirteen. That, that was Rock Austin too at seventeen. Derek, I like. Um, I'm not gonna do this. He was anymore. literally. Un- <laughs> Brett was on. Un- I think it was a good. Brett was unemployed at the time. <laughs> he still had that lonesome those lonesome dove. Checks and I think he was in, still though. getting WCW checks coming in for a few more years, probably. But. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. There was some other shit that went down this week, but we'll just keep t- talking about that as as it unfolds. Yeah, none of yeah. none of it really matters until next week. Buzzards. Yeah, so. Buzzard yep. puppet. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, buy our shit. Uh, bit.ly slash Russell Boys merch. Buy a shirt with a Carly Rae Jepsen logo. Wear it to one of Carly Rae Jepsen's upcoming tour dates. Um, uh, if you want one that says Russell Boys three sixteen, hit me up. They're in my trunk, and I want to sell them. So meet Derek at his trunk. Meet me at my trunk. Go to, it's going down. Go to bit.ly slash suck your own or go to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Takes you to the same place. Takes you to the same place. You get yourself a fucking free trial Audible. You get yourself a free book. You might educate yourself and you put a little money in Bron's pocket. What books have you been reading recently, Bron? Um, How to Be Alone Without Being Lonely by Bron Strowman. I've been reading that one. I've also been <laughs> writing it. You've been reading a book you wrote? I, well, I've been writing it. It's not been published. Have you read any books to help you, though? Um, yeah, it's called Being a Monster Among Men, um, a Braun Strowman tale, um, also by myself, um, also unpublished. 
We'll, but the we'll more f- money I get from the Audible trial subscriptions, the more the closer I become to self-publishing my book. We'll find you. We'll find you one. I have mm. several books I am working on, and I will keep you updated on those. Cool. You're going to get this knowledge. <laughs> Brainstorming's making a comeback. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, follow us at Cast on Twitter at GenuineRustBoys on Instagram. I don't know. Yes. Follow me at KFabeDad on Twitter and at MyChemicalDadPants on Instagram. Great name. Okay. And um, Russell Boy. Oh, follow thanks Lisa, for listening. Follow Lisa and Duck Shirt on things. Follow yeah. you guys wherever the fuck. Yeah. Don't, don't fucking follow me. Um, I don't post anything. Yeah, I'm boring. But follow as you know, Pupperino. I just He's promote still this show, and that's all I fucking do on the. I just lurk. Anymore. I just creep on everybody. Ooh, creep. I just get my. I just get my lurk on. Oh, creep. God. Wow. <laughs> but no one. I, if you made it this far and heard that, um, you know. Yeah. Sometimes life sucks. <laughs> thank, thank you very much for listening. And Wrestle Boys 316 says, Yeah, 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 yeah. And we about to make you famous. Taking over Earth and still kicking in Uranus. Word life. This is basic thugonomics. This is basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Word life. This is basic, basic thugonomics. Thug and, thug and <laughs> Word life. <laughs> I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you, you ain't advancing up the process.